Yo, you be, you ever fuck with this shit? No, what is that? This is great, dude. It, this puts the gum to shame. Is that Zin? Zine? It's just straight nicotine. Uh, no tobacco. Is it a pouch? Yeah. This kid, Com- I fucking completely non-hurtful for your body. This kid I work with does it all the time. What are they? Yeah, lozenges. This is uh the Swedish shit, but you can get this one in America. But yeah, it's great. It just gets you a little nicotine fix. It gets you gets you fixed up good. Yeah. Huh, you should try one. Interesting. It's like snooze. It's snooze. Yeah, you don't have to spit or anything. So you go for the top lip. <laughs> it's top lip. But it's snooze. Snooze or top toppers. Oh, I love it. That's with the yeah. S. What's the old? Do they still make the old? Uh, what's the snuff thing? Whatever. You know what Brad Pitt does? Snuff in? films. Yeah. No, well they still do those. Trust me. But mm. the uh, <laughs> the shit that Brad Pitt does in Inglorious Bastards. Yes. Where he keeps uh, sniffing it. Yes. Is that called? Uh, I'm a vegetarian sc- and I don't. Uh, drink. I forget what it's called. Scruff. But I want. I think it's called snuff. Snuff. Yes, you're right. Snuff. Yeah, You'd you be snort amazed it how like often I hear that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to do that. Uh, they probably don't even make that anymore. I mean, you know, probably some know. European fuck. That's a good point. Still doing it. I'm so sure cast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 50th episode of I'm So Sure Cast. The sixth, I think, ever guest. Nick Natale, how we doing, Nick? Oh, yeah. I'm so happy to be here on the 50th anniversary of this uh, great, great podcast. Yeah. The pleasure's ours. The pleasure is ours. Oh, thank you. Thanks. And for we've got me. Joey Durso running the soundboard tonight. Joey so. Durso. Oh yeah. I'm sure he won't disappoint. Who's studying the soundboard like a young Galileo, got studying it. the constellations above him. He's like a deer in headlights over here. Yes. <laughs> but uh, so Nick, how are you, man? You know, just living. Back mm-hmm. from abroad. Back from abroad. Yeah. Just trying to get my feet on uh, American soil. Figure it out again. So I got to be honest. I was following you on Instagram. And you kept, you know, I don't know if you went out of your way for social media to always be in the most majestic looking spots. And, you know, most of your time is actually spent in like shitty hostels and like bouncing around or if that actually was just kind of what you're doing the whole time. Because you rented a van, right? Yeah, we rented a van. And, uh, you know, from day one, my my plan was to uh, try and become a social media influencer. So, you know, I just wanted to... uh, Always, yeah, always show the best thing ever. Smart. Never show anything that looked like shit. Smart man. Yeah, wise. And I, I guess it worked out, you know. I mean, you got his attention. <laughs> sure did. Um, Not so very hard to get. Walk us, walk us through this little trip. <laughs> yeah. Walk us through the route, the length. First of all, what was the purpose of this trip? Well, I'd say the uh, purpose was mainly a vacation trip because uh, I'm fortunate enough to... Not have to work over the summer like a you know bunch of losers. Oh, what is this fucking Bronx tale? The working man's a sucker. Are we gonna <laughs> fucking listen to this shit. That's true, but uh, yeah, no, I uh, had the summer off. Just felt felt the need to uh, travel, see see the other part of the world. Uh, I feel like I've seen a lot of America. You know, you have seen you've seen more of America than most people that pretend to be experts on America have. Yeah, uh, eight times back and forth across the country. It's you know that's a good amount of times. Yeah. Do you think what percentage do you think that the people that are always going oh Middle America blah blah insert cliche criticism have actually been to Middle America? Zero. Yeah, I'm gonna say <laughs> south of one percent. Yeah. No, you, that that's definitely a fact. Uh, and surprisingly, some of my favorite places in America are some bumfuck, random ass places. Like I love North Dakota. 
Hmm. And I've never uh, been to North Dakota. Me either. And not many people have. Big surprise. <laughs> I, I don't even think many people live there. But um, yeah, it's just a beautiful place. You know, the open open prairies, and uh, it's just a good place to get fucked up. What mm-hmm. is? Uh, have you been to South Dakota? South Dakota is a whole another level. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, South Dakota is amazing. It's further south than. Do you north. think they'll ever insert a city into the state, or are they kind of just like content to? Well, surprisingly, South Dakota is uh more populated and it does have some some heavy city centers and every year all the fucking bikers go there you know and they fuck that place up really yeah yeah they go out to sturgis and uh you know show their titties and shit and piss oof. on the sidewalk and yeah do some <laughs> shit but uh yeah so i felt the the need to get out of america go see europe last summer when i was in uh bosnia it really opened up my eyes to some cool shit well you get street cred because most people's first time in europe is western europe and they kind of go through that but you just went straight to straight fucking... to fucking serbia man i get off the plane in belgrade There's... did you see the serbian film while you were there uh, have you heard of the Serbian film? No, I have not. Oh, it's this repute. Oh, you're thinking of a Sibian. Oh, uh, Syrian? Yeah, I'm thinking of fucking Syrian bread in this documentary <laughs> I watched. <laughs> and fucking Greek bakers. No, um, no, the Serbian film is reputedly like the most disgustingly gross and horrific horror movie ever made. Joey, have you heard of the Serbian film? Yes. He has. Wow. See, Ooh. it's a real thing. Mike DeBasio sent me the link one time because I kept badgering. I was like, send me the fucking Serbian film thing. And I made it through like six minutes. And I was like, I'm done. And he probably said, dude, fucked. But I don't even I know if, if Serbians even uh, know about it. Maybe it's just called that. Probably not. No, they, they seem to not know much. Um, <laughs> but my first impression, you know, when I'm landing there, I thought it was just going to be a straight shanty town. Right. But uh, it turned out to be an actual city, a uh, pretty sweet city, actually. Running water? Very clean, running water, some cool shit. Is it like uh, Mexico rules in Eastern Europe, but like you don't drink the water, or is it... Uh, no, they got very, very clean water. Very really? good, fresh water. However, when you get off the plane there, you start seeing some some people dressed in all black and with some headdresses on. And uh, it's a little intimidating, you know? Right. You can just see their eyes. So you're the only, like, scantily clad young fellow. No, there's a lot of good-looking Eastern Europeans for sure. Interesting. Um, They shaved their legs over there? The women, I mean, It's probably (laughs) 50-50. Is it really? Yeah. I always... Because anybody can picture a woman with armpit hair. So, like, when you see a woman that doesn't shave her armpits, it's not that shocking. But a woman with fully grown-out leg hair... That's like that Mrs. Doubtfire on the bus kind of, you know, it's treacherous moment where it's, you're like, oh, wow, this is different. I think it's interesting. I only ever see it really with like gay guys. They'll shave their hand and then like right at their wrist, it's just a hairy arm again. That looks fucking terrible. And it's Why just not? like a perfect line. You know, sometimes when my arm hair gets out of control, I'll take the buzzers, set it at like a three and just fucking go. You hand. do that? <laughs> no, but uh, <sighs> it'd be a good idea. You know what the girls in high school used to do? They used to take... They were already kind of fair-haired anyways, but they would take a lighter and just scorch they would real do quick. That? Yeah, because it doesn't hurt. That's like really baller, though. That's like a guy in prison like burning off his tattoos. Right. He's like fucking trying to get rid of his gang affiliation. That's a good idea. Ouch. But, uh So this... All right, so the... So it you know so you land, and it turns out that uh, there is a big city there, and it's it's actually a pretty nice country. 
And then you drive into Bosnia and everything that I thought that was true about Shantytown actually was true. Nice. And uh, Isn't it great you know, when stereotypes and assumptions are confirmed? I actually yeah. love that. Yeah, it, it definitely uh, changed the game a little bit. You know, you get into some more rural areas, buildings all fucking blown up and bullet holes everywhere, uh, ruins well, everywhere. What's the uh, gun laws like in Serbia? Is everyone carrying, or is it just the uh, the government and the terrorists? Yeah, they're they're boys with Russia, so they they don't allow much. Good right? old Russia boys. Yeah, nobody's rocking Kalashnikovs on their uh, grocery trip. Nah, you'll see a few homeboys with uh, some camo on, carrying some heavy shit. Mm, nice. So that opened your eyes to going. I got a I got a piece now. I want to go back. So this most recent trip, where did you land? Where was your first European destination? Yeah, so on the most recent trip, uh, we landed in Paris. Ooh, Paris, Ooh, you're supposed yeah. to call it. <laughs> yeah, Paris. Uh, and it fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard the same. Was everyone rude as shit? Everyone's a total shithead. Yep. Everyone has this 1940s romanticized version of Paris, but I feel like now... It's basically just a dirty restaurant calling itself a country. Yeah. And people go in there and they're like, ugh. They're like, you actually want to buy something? But oh. I don't actually know. All I know is every French person I know is an eye-rolling coward. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fuckheads over there. And uh, they're all trying to fucking hustle you. And uh, they're dirty as fuck. Love it. And basically, you don't want to spend much time there. Because right. uh, it's it's not a cool place. You know, You see the Eiffel Tower once and you're like, well... Fucking saw it. Great. See you later. See you later. Right. Well, uh, and isn't uh, isn't going to go. Paris now like the same as just going to like Saudi Arabia but with an Eiffel Tower? Yeah, I'd say so. There's a lot of those kinds there. Uh, so it's not like the French baguette bicycle cute lady anymore. <laughs> it's just like, a, wow, this is a fucking hostile environment. Well, it's funny you say that because actually the one thing I did enjoy was, about Paris was uh, just was walking around. assaulting a bicyclist with baguettes? <laughs> walking around with a baguette in my hand, just fucking mowing it yes. down. See, I can do that. I can walk around like Aladdin. Like when we went to the fucking, well, we were talking about that, the Italian feast in Lawrence. Oh, I yeah, would just yeah. go to Tripoli's, I get a stick of bread. I just walk around with it. There. So that's actually like commonplace over there? Yeah, well, yeah. That's like, that's like what you, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do, you go and get a baguette and you start eating it. And uh, then in the afternoon, you get another baguette and you eat that. And then for dinner, you're kind of tired of a baguette, but at, you know they'll bring you bread before your meal, and then you'll eat all that. And then by your meal, you're just like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. How you know what's the- fucked? Is so like when I was in France. You went to Nice. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah, nice place. pretty nice, yeah. But, um, See what you did there? So like in the morning, we'd wake up, and this lady that didn't speak any English would just hand us like a fucking, uh, a, like a canvas bag full of bread and baguettes and croissants. Really? And... Uh, not See, that's canvas. nice. What's the fucking thing? Burlap. A burlap sack. That sack. And um, so you'd like dump it out on the table. There'd just be bread and croissants for days. So you would just eat all this bread. Like Nick's saying, you're eating bread all fucking day long. You never like feel like a bloated fat piece of shit like you do here. Yep. And I, all I did over there was eat fucking bread and like but you meats felt great. and cheese. And I lost weight. Yeah, I believe their bread is uh, gluten free. It's mm. it's lower. Yeah, it's lower gluten. Can we just talk about how Joey looking at the soundboard is like Ving Rhames yeah, like, trying to dismantle a bomb in like Mission Impossible? What article are you reading right now, Joe? <laughs> well, so... He's fact-checking Nick on his... We, uh, 
our, our, in Paris, we decided to book a hotel in advance just so we had a place to stay right when we got there. And of course, we get the nicer place that has the uh, continental breakfast included. Yes, the continental. So we, Ooh. when we show up, uh, apparently it's not actually included. You got to pay another six euro per person. And what the fuck oh, is continental so about it? Here we are, twelve euro in. We go up to the fucking second floor where they have the breakfast, and uh, what are they serving? Fucking baguettes. So you're a little bit with disenchanted n- with the baguettes at this point. With Nutella. That's yeah, what's it. the Nutella thing? No huh? eggs, no fucking bacon, fuck? no fucking peanut butter, no nothing. Just baguettes and Nutella. Hold Jesus. Up. Wait what's a the minute. point of that? Did, uh, were there a lot of stray cats while you are at brunch? Yeah, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah, you can't get away from those guys. I love how I learned all of my French culture facts from, like, Walt Disney movies. Just assuming there's stray cats running around everywhere. You're just picturing Lady and the Tramp everywhere you go. I do want, I will go to Paris, though. I do want to go there because I feel like even though, you know, people say certain things about it, you still want to go. You know what I mean? I love how I just acted like I made a brilliant point and I'm waiting for people to affirm my stupid observation. Ah, what but, a fucking idiot. Hold up. So, how much time do you spend in France? Oh, what the? Trying to get some. Putting some condoms on. A little bit of Oof. diffusion. A little bit of diffusion. Was I, was I puffing on you too much? A little bit of puff. Not like a crazy amount, but... You was puffing? I figure we'll... Hey, ta- hey. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Ooh. That's okay. nice. That's very nice. Uh, yeah, so in, in Paris, we, yeah, we'd spent um, just two days, and we had one day to do some sightseeing, um, and we decided to go to the Palace of Versailles. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, speaking historically, I'm a big uh, World War type of guy, and it seemed like a cool place to check out. And as soon as we get there... Did they have the treaty uh, enshrined there? Surprisingly, there wasn't one mention of the treaty fucking anywhere in the entire palace. Isn't that kind of the the point? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We get there, there's a fucking line of Chinese just through the entire courtyard. Really? So the Chinese were overrepresented in the uh, the tourist demographic, you'd say. The, the Chinese are, there's too many of them, and they shouldn't be traveling out of China to go see anywhere. Do you know that they're uh, slated to be outnumbered by uh, Indians by the end of the century? Well, the good thing about Indians is they don't fucking leave India. So they don't come to all these other European countries and start fucking off. Well, there's and, a lot of acting uh, like like crazy people. There's a know? lot of H ones working in IT in America, so a lot of Indians do leave. Oh no, you're thinking of N ones. Oh no, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking of Native Americans. My bad. <laughs> yeah, the computer guy uh, that I work with is a native. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, <laughs> I'm glad we got to the bottom of. The goddamn Chinese and the lines of the Versailles. Well, you know, so you're fucking walking through the palace and you get into these beautiful rooms. There's the ceilings are covered in, you know, majestic paintings of uh, naked women. And it's just beautiful all around. And then all these Chinamen, they come in and they just start pushing you and pushing you. And you're, in, you're, in, you're in a you're in like a fucking 30 by 30 room. It's a good sized room. But you can't move at all, and you can't stand to enjoy anything. Anytime you put your camera up to take a picture, some fucking Chinaman gets in your frame, totally ruins the shot. 
Do you know when you go to China and you order out the menu, it doesn't say soup du jour. It says best in show. <laughs> Nothing? Oh. Right on. <laughs> I just came up with that. That was fucking... That was really good. Thank you. You might have to explain that. <laughs> because they eat dog. I was making like a funny critique. Uh, well, oh, I digress. Died. You, uh, why does everyone write into Can us? We, let us know if you thought that was a good joke. <laughs> Can we add in laughter at the end of that? That was a good joke. Yeah, we'll put that in uh, post-production. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we decided to get out of there, and we went out to the courtyards. They have massive gardens there that uh, will blow your mind. Yeah, I don't even really know a good comparison because there's, kind there's of, nothing uh, here like it. What kind of stuff they have in these gardens? They just got like, you know, every kind of tree and flower you can imagine. And they're all cut up in crazy uh, symmetrical patterns. And it's it's like a a good place to trip mushrooms. This was in France? Sure. <laughs> I love how I'm thinking Nick is going to give some like horticultural insight. He goes, there's a bunch of patterns and it's a great place to do mushrooms. <laughs> Geometrical patterns everywhere. Yeah, I'd go back on some I mushrooms. do want to go to the garden. Sorry, so. wait, this is still France? This is still Versailles specifically. Okay, I'm just making sure I didn't miss anything. Palace of Versailles, France. Did you see Owen Wilson anywhere in fucking Paris? Wow. Or Johnny Depp? No, sadly not. It would have been cool to uh, play some guitar with Johnny Depp though, huh? I yeah, guess. except now he's just drinking pirate's rum and beating women. And digging holes in the sand like a fucking idiot to, yeah. to bury his he's necklace. He's doing car commercials digging fucking holes in the desert. Dude, that, well, it's a perfume com- or cologne. Oh, that's what it is. But that's still, it it's the dumbest commercial ever. But I yeah. digress. Sorry. That guy's never dug a hole in his life. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him. Well, that's my critique of like the sexiest movie star ever. I'm trying to make myself feel better. <laughs> like, like I've ever dug in a fucking hole. Go dig a hole. Oh, I, I dug in. Dug in. What a fucking idiot. I just imagine. Oh, you giant. know what? I was thinking of Tommy Duggan, uh, editor in chief of the fucking Valley Patriot. Doing. I imagine um, Johnny Depp, fucking dead man Johnny Depp, walking around with his native friend right. through the streets of Paris. You know what the best Johnny? Did I just cut you off. No, no, no. You know what the best Johnny Depp movie is? Dead man. No, it's Ed Wood. It's a great fucking That's movie. It's a great movie. Yep. I think it's the best thing that Martin Landau's ever done. You're supposed to say, oh, wow. Out of that whole catalog? <laughs> but no, that's a great movie. And Sarah, that was when Sarah Jessica Silver. No, what? What the Sarah fuck? Sarah Jessica Parker. I thought of Sarah Silver. But Sarah Jessica Parker. Moron! You know how later in life it was like a coin toss? Is she sexy versus is she not? But that was Ed Wood was at the time where everyone was like, yeah, no, she's sexy. This is the woman that looks like a horse? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Joey with uh, after that, we Yeah, so you leave left. Paris, and then where do you go? We decided to get the fuck out of there and drive. So you have the van already? Yeah, we got the van first So you thing. leased the van, is that correct? Leased the van. Which is like for, a cool thing. For yeah, nine, nine weeks, nine weeks we had the van. So yeah. we're driving a brand new van. Brand new, had 25 kilometers on it when I picked it up. Manga. Jeez, got to talk about some je ne sais quoi. <laughs> Backup camera. Did you have deja vu at all when you're in Paris? <laughs> Parking sensors. Jesus. What kind of van? AM, FM radio. For the folks at home? Yeah, Ooh. Citron Berlingo. Ooh, no idea what it is, but it sounds cool. Yeah, Citron, Citron's nice, but do not ever get a Peugeot. Really? They fucking suck. I had a Peugeot when I was in fucking Nice. You did? It did suck a little You're bit. You're lucky you even made it around. 
Oh. And for thing sucks. For any of the listeners out there, Top Gear made a really good uh, episode about how shit Peugeots are. Really? Don't they drop like a piano on one or something? Yeah, they do fucking everything, dude. <laughs> they <laughs> they destroy this fucking. They bought banks. like some super rare. I think that's what it was, but they bought like a super rare one and like all these, you know, fans of like like enthusiasts, yeah. like right in and they're like, oh, we can't believe you guys fuck up these cars, whatever. So they're like, so we bought this super rare one and then they just drop a piano <laughs> on it. I love it. Classic. Uh, all right. So you leave, you say au revoir, Paris. Au revoir, Paris. And then you go, and then people go, bon voyage. Bon voyage. We get on the highway. But it's like a Chinese tourist, so it doesn't sound right. Bon voyage. Tong, 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 tong. And then we get on the highway, and man, these Parisians do not know how to drive. They are fucking chaotic. Oh, really? Ooh, dude. You know, you you'd got, think like being unemployed perpetually would make you a better driver because you're just on the road all day. But you got, you got, uh, you know those fucking electric scooters that. They yes. Have? You got those motherfuckers, and there could be a 90 year old guy on that. There could be. Are you a talking like fucking, a Vespa or like a bird scooter? No, like a fucking scooter they've been putting in cities. They've just been like dropping them yeah, in yeah, cities. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. But you could have a five year old kid riding that or a 90 year old guy, yep. sometimes a couple, what? like three or four people on this fucking thing. The fuck? And Jesus. they're riding in the road with bicyclists, with motorcycles, a couple different kinds of motorcycles, with cars, with tour buses, with fucking tractor trailers. It's chaos. It's absolute chaos. Sounds like chaos. It was very uh, anxiety-ridden driving in that city. I would not, not recommend driving in that city. Yeah, not good drivers. But then we get on the highway, and uh, it's it ju- is just shit, too. <laughs> so so the infrastructure could use a little work. Over infrastructure there. in France sucks. It took us uh, six hours to get to Chamonix, and uh, absolutely amazing. You, know, you start hitting the mountains. It's beautiful. Uh However, that drive cost about 60 euro. What the fuck? But is was when you went was the dollar up on the euro or was it uh, It was, was, it was the exchange uh, rate? It was like bending over and getting a little thumb up your butt. That's the, how bad. Were you trading forex the whole time you were over there? I wish. No. It was uh Why didn't you just use Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the Parisians have adapted that shit yet. They're uh. not smart enough. Uh no, it was uh it was 15% off everything you bought. 15 to 20. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Wow, you made it, you make it sound good when you say it like that. Well, you know, it's it's just a light rape. It's not like a hardcore rape, mm. but um, it right. still it still hurts a little bit, you know. Yeah, right. It's Where like was... a Kevin Spacey push on the bed rape, not like a. You know. <laughs> it's it's kind of like when Louis C.K. asked you to come up to his room right. and, be, and watch you beat off, you know. Yeah, right. It's yeah, yeah. it's a little disturbing. It's but a little it's, rapey. It's yeah. It's just a little rapey. So not too aggressive, but like career ending. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> full on penetration rapey. Right. So I, I find yeah. that's the key. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to get more. This is like hand stuff in terms of the the exchange rate. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just unwanted. It's hand a light stuff. molestation. Okay. Well put. Yeah. I'm sure Bill Cosby, you know, maybe had a couple of those in his life. Well, that's a good point. Couple exchange anyway. rates. But um So yeah, so sorry, got sidetracked. So you look at the map <laughs> So, so we, we get to the mountains and So Chamonix. where exactly are you now? Chamonix is uh southeastern France. Well, it's, obviously I know where it is, but for the folks at home I just wanted you to clarify that. Yeah, it's uh it's good. You know, it's it's a nice little location. It's right on the uh border of Switzerland, give or take. 
and um, it's just absolutely beautiful. Glaciers everywhere, beautiful high mountains, um, you know. Greenish shit grass. Greenish shit grass, like pastures and... Love how it's a little little taste of heaven. That's know? one place I would definitely love to go is Switzerland. I think from what I've heard from like well traveled Americans that go to Europe, the number one place the consensus seems to be Switzerland. Well, I figured, you know, your first question would be, Oh, what's your favorite country that you traveled to? Oh, uh, yeah. well, just like every other No, we ask hard hitting questions here. None of this fucking fluff stuff. Yeah, no, I'm 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 actually stoked you didn't ask that. But oh, had I, you had you actually asked that. Do you know that in Switzerland they just call it an army knife? <laughs> yeah, you can get a pretty overpriced Swiss army knife there. Yeah. Um but it is it is probably the best. Fingernails and open a wine bottle. It's probably the best country over pen. there for sure. I heard that. So do they give you a gun when you go in to visit, or is it just for uh, citizens? Don't they do that over there? To Swiss? Doesn't every uh, Swiss get like a government issued firearm? That I'm not sure. How Joey, can you fact check? Uh, he's gonna. How is the chocolate in Switzerland? Oh, my God. The chocolate is so milky and creamy. I love how I fucking, when we were in uh, the Swiss airport, and there's all this Swiss chocolate everywhere. My mom goes into a store and she goes, oh, I'm going to get some of that really good Swiss chocolate. She comes out with goddamn a bag of Toblerone. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking she kidding comes, me? She buys a fucking Kit Kat at the Swiss airport. She's like, what? They're good. I'm like, these are American. Fucking well, I will say that. The, oh, that's uh, what? They're good. Like, that's what you were arguing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Speaking funny. of uh, sweets, Haribo releases. Wait, sweets? You're in Sweden now? Yeah. Oh, sweets. Sweets. Sorry. Haribo releases different candies for every country you're in over there. Really? That's, that's not available in other countries. So that was definitely one of my pastimes. Uh, yeah, as I had a country some... you'd go to eat, try and get some new gummies, you know? Ah, I, I had like some uh, Haribo that were like all in German for a while, and I was like going to hang on to them forever, but then I wanted them, so I ate the shit out of them. Oh, is he fact-checking? Did he do it? <laughs> what did he just hand Joey's you? Joey's showing me the best Swiss chocolate brands, and number one is Lint. <laughs> and number four is Toblerone. Oh! So your so mom wasn't wrong. My mom was onto something. Yeah. I guess I'm a fucking idiot. That's I fucking guess, hilarious. I guess you don't need to go to Switzerland to get good chocolate. You can just go to CVS. Right. That's like a uh, you know somebody trying to... Well, well, you know, if you're named I the best it. chocolate, it's not like these companies are totally fucking dumb assholes. They're like, well, we have the best, so we're going to sell it in the USA. Well, right. I figured it would be like, you know, some chocolatier wearing a chef's hat and like just stirring a bowl of chocolate. And he's got like, no, what's the place that we went to in San Francisco? Oh, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory? Yes. Uh, no, Ghirardelli? Ghirardelli. I don't even know what fucking, I don't know. Is that American? <laughs> Sounds Italian to me. Well, you know Toblerone, that fucking chocolate. Yeah, yeah. I went. Yeah, the fourth I, best chocolate. Company you know in the fucking graphic on it. It's the Matterhorn. It's a chi- yes. it's a Chinaman with a map yes. of France. Yeah, I went right to the Matterhorn. Oh shit! And held up a fucking Toblerone. Oh, <laughs> look at this guy. But anyway, back, crossing back, off the old bucket list. Back to uh, back to Chamonix. Before we even get to Switzerland, the the best part about. Uh, these mountain towns is when you go to the campgrounds there, the first thing they ask you when you check in is they say, hey, do you want any uh, fresh bread in the morning? Ooh. And they got a, oh, they got a fucking... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Jesus, it's dude. an old iPad. It's got delay. It's it was brilliant. Things, things a piece of shit. He simultaneously impressed us and ruined it at the same time. Turn the fucking reverb down on that thing. <laughs> oh. So, you know, the guy hands you a little bread menu and you say, yeah. A bread menu? Give me some of the baguettes. Did you get an olive loaf? I don't know. What about an uh, onion roll? Olive loaves are The shit's in French. I don't know what it means. I just look at it and like, yeah, that word looks cool. I'll take that. I saw like a pizza roll. I got that. Did you go to Mount Rashad where Leonardo DiCaprio prints all the fake checks and catch me if you can? Uh, (laughs) All right. You know what? I try to be fucking topical for the folks at home, and you just let it die. Uh, I fucking, uh, what the fuck? Uh, Wow, my brain doesn't work. I love how Nick comes in here, doesn't insult us at all, and then reveals that he thought we were our first stupid question to come out of our dumb mouths is going to be, so what's your favorite place in Yeah, dude, I'm, yep, that was, like, yeah. But actually, oh, do they have warm beer? I know it's an England thing to have warm beer. Is that a European thing entirely, more or less? You don't even drink beer, so you wouldn't know. No, they got ice cold beer, but it it does suck. It's a uh, very light pilsnery. Mm, sounds horrible. Sounds yeah. delicious. All right, so, so I'm sorry. Continue your story. Yeah, so you're so now you, in the scenic. You're in the scenic mountaintop. Absolutely gorgeous. You know, you get that fresh bread in the morning. Really gets your day going. Then you decide, well, I kind of want to go on a hike today, so I'm going to go into Chamonix Center. I'm going to figure out how to get up to one of these fucking peaks, right? So they got gondolas everywhere. You go up to the booth, and you say, hey, let me get a ticket. And they're like, do you need any bread? The gondolas are cool. The gondolas are great, but then when they say, oh, yeah, it's going to cost you uh, 65 euro, please. What? No wonder that fucking continent's bankrupt. Yeah, That's how much it costs for a gondola ride? Yeah, your ass squeezes a little bit. You got your ba- heavy backpack on, bottle of wine in there for your hike. Then you get up there. So we decided to cheap out, and we were like, okay, well, we'll pay for the, the ticket to get to the top, but we're going to hike back down. That's that's what they want you to do, I feel like. Yeah, so we pay like 35 bucks. We get up to the top, we hike, it's fucking awesome, take some photos, see some cool shit, saw some uh, some like mountain goats and shit up there. Soon as we start walking back down to where the gondola station is, <laughs> the fucking sky opens up, fucking starts hailing. Hailing? Just fucking golf balls, dude. Jesus. Heavy ass hail. Now we're standing there, there's like... 15 more minutes before the gondola closes. We're looking. The fucking trail to get down is like a four-hour hike. So we paid another $35. Imagine you get down. to go down and they're like, 65 euro, please. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? I would have hung out in one of those fucking <coughs> mountain rams caves or whatever they sleep in. An Ibex? Yeah. <laughs> this was, I mean, and this, this was like mid-June, too. So it was cold as shit up there, too. Really? Yeah. What uh, What hemisphere is that in? Uh, the uh, Eastern. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember for, not for me for the folks at home. I remember being in fucking Nice. The bread was just so goddamn good. But I remember we went to a sub shop to get like ten subs for a bunch of people at the house. Yeah, and the guy could not wrap his head around that we wanted more than one sub. And he was like, "You want ten subs?" But this well, was all in French, and we're having a hard time. Oh, because we're like the gluttonous Americans. That eat so then much? he made like five and like put them on the counter, and we're like, "Do this again." And he's like, you can't possibly want 10 subs. And we're like, we do. 
Wow. You couldn't fucking believe it. And then it was fucking 800 what euro. Yeah, all I can think about now is fucking olive loaves and what the fuck? What is with the double taps, dude? Dude, dude you, you don't he's, tap. He's got a heavy you, finger, all right? You can't yeah. tap. You got to press. Oh, I was going to say it right away, but then it was like 10 seconds before. Well, yeah, yeah it's no. so slow. He does, he does have a point. We do need to fix that. It's honestly this, just how slow the. He's iPad not. Is. He's not wrong. We do have to. We've talked about fixing the delays. In All right. So Nick gets to the bottom of the mountain. Maybe yeah, get to the bottom of it. Maybe he needs to just go on a diet and skinny up his fingers. Maybe. Oof, Joey. You know the first the the first thing you really see the weight loss is the in the fingers. So you'll see results <laughs> right away. You've been yeah. losing weight, Joe. Your fingers are looking fantastic. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we uh, we get down out of Chamonix and then we go into the Swiss land. Ooh. And uh, it's pretty fucking cool. We what get are the in there. what are the Swiss uh, people like? Always on skis. The Swiss people, yeah, man, they're they're on fucking because it's summer. They're on those little uh, skis that have skates on the bottom. Oh yeah, and they're just like ski skating around. They're rollerblading. They're biking. They're running. They're fucking they're skateboarding. They're on fucking skis. Are there any fat yeah, people dude. in Switzerland? Oh no, no, not a fat person in sight. Oh, love that. Yeah, yeah, it's good to not see any fat people for a while. It is. It's not that I hate fat people. I just don't like them at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah. they're just a nuisance. You know, they're in the way when you're in the store, and you know everything's smaller there. A grocery store, the aisle. Right, is, you got to be spelt just for your own survival. The aisle's big enough for one guy to get through, and mm, shit, you got a point. fat fuck in there. It ain't gonna happen. It's big yeah. enough for one person or half an American. Right. See what he did there? Yeah, that was nice. Topical joke on America's obesity problem. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so we we do this long drive. Uh, you know, it was like a four-hour drive to get to our destination. We were headed to a place called Zermatt. And, uh, Zermatt. In route, we... Basically, Switzerland is valleys, and then you drive through a tunnel, and you get to another valley, and the tunnel goes through a mountain. And then you go drive through another tunnel, and then you get into another valley, and it's it's fucking mountains That's everywhere. Dope. It's dope. It's and, like a fucking racing car game. Video game. Yeah, their infrastructure is absolutely incredible. Their technology is way better than the rest of the world. We fucking do this drive, and halfway through, it's like on the Google Maps, it's showing, it looks like we got to take a ferry. That was the symbol. Right. I'm like, this is fucked. There's no rivers around here. What the fuck? Yeah. We pull up. We basically go up the side of a mountain. I'm thinking we're going to load onto a ferry. We get up there and there's a fucking train and you got to load your car onto this train. <laughs> what? So really? there's a line, you go through a toll, you fucking drive your car onto this train and then this train drives you like 20 minutes through this tunnel. What the fuck, dude? And you come out on the other side in this other valley. So this is like Grand Budapest Hotel shit where you're just fucking... Everywhere is like that there. It's, it's nuts. But yeah, you just you're in one valley one second, and then you fucking ride on a train for twenty minutes while sitting in your car, still listening to John Mayer. You get to the <laughs> oh, other. You should have been listening to fucking uh, Marvin Gaye. Ain't no mountain. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There ain't no mountain high enough out there. <sighs> wow, that was pretty cool shit. Yeah. So you get off. We got, and then you know we get to fucking Zermatt. Oh, and, is that Vermont's uh, uh, European cousin? Pretty Zer- much. Yeah, it's where the Toblerone fucking label comes from. Is it really? Yeah, it's the Matterhorn. So that's the famous mountain I'm, out there. I'm a lint guy myself. <laughs> but, we, but we get out there and, you know, we thought we were being smart. We book a little Airbnb. 
and uh, you know, we pull up to Zermatt. Turns out you can't fucking take your car in there. You got to take a train. No cars allowed. In the what whole the city? Fuck? In the whole, whole town? fucking town. No cars allowed. So No cars allowed? Why? They just don't have the infrastructure? Yeah, it's like way up in the mountains and fucking they want to keep it the most green, unpolluted area so that they do not obstruct the view of the Matterhorn, oh. which is pretty fucking smart because it's... Right. It makes you hard when you see it. It's a sight mm. worth seeing. Yeah. Makes you grow the size of a Toblerone. So you get uh, erect when you see that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was oh, hard as shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. So anyway, we get we take the fucking train. We pack all our shit. We're, we're in there for three days, so we got a lot of shit. We get on the train. We get in there, get to the train station on the other side. We start walking. We pull the phone up. Forgot his phone charger in the car. Where's the? Oh. Where's this fucking Airbnb, right? So we're looking, we're looking. So is it how small is this? Because presumably everybody's on foot, so it must be. They have these little electric, uh, like golf cart style vehicles there. Okay. So they do have vehicles over there. They got taxis and shit, but they're these like four wheel, like electric golf carts, basically. Like smart car almost shit. Interesting. Not really. They're like. Um, I think he already said golf carts. Can, yeah. we, well, come can on. we move on? He it's already like gave a, us a comparison. <laughs> it's like a golf cart without the, the fucking goofy roof that they put on the okay. golf carts. It's like yep. a golf cart without the part for golf bags. Yeah, and it has like a heated cab that a guy drives in. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so it's enclosed. Yeah, it's enclosed. It's like okay. a little mini car. Um, so we, we're looking for our place. Turns out our fucking place we rented was in the town at the train station. Ah! Oh. <laughs> little studio on its laptop. But it was a little Airbnb trickery because they wrote Zermatt on the listing. Those fucking bastards. Oh, that's that's That low. is tricky. Yeah. That's fucking low. Some low motherfuckers, right? So we call them up and they're like, no, we won't cancel. And we're like, uh, are you fucking kidding? You you false advertise. Yeah, that's you you bought it under false pretenses. That's like if I had an Airbnb, I said it was in Andover, but it was actually in Lawrence. No, it'd be like you having an Airbnb in Lawrence and you said it was Methuen. Ah, good good one, Joe. <laughs> Didn't he's first of all he's you studying it like it's Sunday's so copy of the New York Times. Oh, so you're moving shit. So he's actively yeah, working. Yeah, don't, don't move anything. Can you move that? Like you move apps on your phone? If you press yeah. it, it'll wiggle. And yeah, yeah. Move it around. you can move it. That's actually how it works, yeah. This fucking guy. Then I was going to ruin everything. I love how, so basically what Joey's saying is, if you knew it was in his head, everything would be perfect. But because... Oh, I see. You're right. doing great, Joe. I'm, You're doing I'm good. fucking with you, bud. Heroes work. Just watch, watch Fingers the, are looking great, pal. Watch the double taps and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we ended up just getting a, another so, place in Zermatt. We fucking Did said, they charge you for the we original? We said, fuck it. We fought them. We called Airbnb. They were like, okay, we'll call this asshole and figure this shit out. So, no, they didn't end up charging in the end. But, uh, yeah, it was sick. And then we went skiing the next day. So, it was like June... 25th, we fucking wake up early, rent skis, we go to the top of the... What's the weather like out there at this point? It was like 80 degrees in the valley. So what's the fucking skiing like? Is it like that slushy ass shit or is it powdery or what's So the skiing there, it's the highest elevation ski lift in Europe. 
Wow. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck that's worth. And um, <laughs> taller, bigger than the one in, uh, in fucking Africa? Yeah, it's probably bigger than <laughs> those, that one. Those esteemed ski lifts? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you go up there and uh, it's fucking crazy because there's just like Chinaman dude all in the gondola. What? They've, so everywhere you go, there's just Chinaman? Dude, they Hi, just... They literally just flood the fucking streets there, dude. This is like one of the places they go to, to make babies, you know, because they can't fuck while they're in China. So they get out of China and point. they're like, oh, yeah, Zermatt. Okay, perfect. It probably has some spiritual shit to them. Right. But yeah, you're in the gondola and you got your skis, you got your fucking boots, all your shit, which is a lot of shit because in its summer, it's fucking hot. You're carrying all this shit. And then there's Chinamen all around you with cameras all fucking pushing into you, looking around like, ah, I don't. And there we go. Everybody was imagining it. So it was nice for you to satisfy that uh, craving. Thanks, Joe. But the best part is you get off the gondola and you look back and you say, sayonara, motherfuckers. And you plop your skis on and you just rip around. (laughs) Sigh like it's a fucking Chinese Bruce Willis from fucking... Die hard. Yeah, it's it's uh you know how they're like well I guess are Chinese samurai or just just Japanese. Japanese. All right, so (laughs) bad joke. Doesn't it doesn't actually affect it? But um, were you gonna do a Tom Cruise reference? uh, I was just gonna say that uh you know it's it's cool when you are the samurai and you look back at the culturally historically samurai and you say fuck you. Right. You ever seen the movie The Samurai? Yeah, yeah. With uh, seven Tom Waits. No, with with that Scientologist fucking, uh, guy. What's the guy? Uh, Tom Cruise, right? No. Yes. No. No, the original one. Seven it's a French Samurai. movie. It's a French movie. Oh, Ocean's Eleven. With Elaine Delon. That's his name. Uh, Look him up. Okay. Elaine Delon. Oh, is this Tom Delong's? No, the Tom sister? Cruise one is uh, the Last Samurai. Yeah, that's yeah. I exactly. was saying Seven Samurai, which is a absolute classic. I highly recommend to no, all the listeners. You, what did you say? This lady's like a hundred years no, old. No, it's not the spell Alan. What? Alan? Yeah. Alan what? Delon. You like said D E L A N. That is not what you said, dude. What? Wait, hold on. Look this up this guy. You want right. this guy? No, look up the samurai. This little baby. Look up the samurai. You ever hear about IMDB, you motherfucker? Yeah, I know. What is this? Oh, I could do that too. Well, that's not what he said. Dude, should I open his the name IMDB is Al- His name is Alain Delon. All right, let's just do that. So, yeah, because, you, you know. You. Well, it's from like 1977. Uh, the Samurai. And it's got the greatest movie poster of all time. Because he just looks so fucking cool. Badass Samurai. Not soul. the last Samurai. Oh, this fucking That's Mama your Luke. boy right there, Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's the reference I made. No, you did. I said Tom fucking. I made it's the joke. It's Lay Samurai right there, nineteen sixty-seven. Ah, sixty-seven. Fucking blind. Go back. Come on. I'm so sure you type it in again without using the back button. <laughs> Let me see. Is that it? Where what the, the f- fuck is this? Now when you typed it in again, you fucking spelled no. something wrong. Nineteen fifty-four. Oh, dude. No, dude. It's, uh, it's type in lay the, and then samurai. The people, well, dude, you know the what? The people driving to work right now are so fucking pissed off by this. <laughs> no one said lay. Right there. Thank you. 
That's spelled. It's spelled way different than the other way. Okay, can you look at the main actor's name, please, for a little vindication here? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, scroll down so we can see the fucking people, Alan please. Dellen? Alain Delon. Dude, you fucking said. That's what I said. I said Alain Delon. You said Elaine No, DeLonga. I did I even said spell Alan. Yeah, but the before I said, oh, Tom DeLong's fucking sister, because you put a G in it. <sighs> Dude, you. You're going to listen back to this and be like, oh, you're right. I am a fucking idiot. This guy is gangster. Goddamn it doesn't matter. A it's a great fucking movie. My reference was on point for all you cinephiles out there. Ah, and I'm sure, and I'm sure you go type in Alan. Well, it was Elaine, but I knew I wasn't sure enough about if the I was in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever, dude. But it's probably oh. pronounced Alan, right? Because he's, he's a guy. Yes. Because there's no guy. Obviously, named my phonetics, Elaine. my phonetics were accurate. But I'm sorry, I digress. We talked about Samurai, and I mm. had to name that movie. I love how Joey goes, "Oh, is it this?" And then hands me a ten-season sitcom from like <laughs> 1962 <laughs> with the word samurai in it. Like he thinks that I was gonna make a reference that obscure. Absolute fact checker over here. Ah, <laughs> oh, good old Joey. Um, yeah. So again, you know, a narrow escape from the Chinaman, and uh, you get out of there, and we skied. It was great. This get is like a, uh, an old, like fucking Clark Gable movie where you you have a nice family romp in Switzerland and the, you're escaping Chinaman. The rest that's like the Alfred Hitchcock twist. It's like Buster Keaton where he's just like <laughs> running away from shit the entire time. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's br- basically how it was until you get to Eastern Europe where um, where they don't Rod, fucking go. Rod Sterling messed up. There should have been a Twilight Zone episode where people make the Swiss vacation and everyone's there's Chinese. <laughs> Where was the best cup of coffee the entire time you were there? Well, well, I'm well. I'm still on the source, yeah, yeah, source sorry, of Chinese. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll yeah. skip ahead. He should have known that the best coffee was coming. I'll, I'll skip ahead. This will only take a second. So Switzerland was fucking cool, and then on the drive to Austria, you go through this real small country called Liechtenstein, which is oh, Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein. It's actually a European country. It's a tax haven. It's like the size of fucking Methuen. Oh, which is shaped like a butterfly. I don't know if you know that, Tim Jim. Methuen is shaped like a butterfly? Yeah. Is that why all the Methuen women have fucking butterfly tramp stamps? Whoa, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He's on fire. He's heating dude. up. So we get into Austria and we go to this uh, uh, beautiful oh, wow. place, uh, Hallstrat. Oh, and yeah. uh, it's this, you know, famous town in the age of Instagram one of those places all those fucks go and post the same photo but oh like the wings in nashville Ooh, i was just about to say that yeah nice nice dude yeah so when you get there uh there are signs everywhere that say caution chinaman and basically <laughs> basically if you go to visit it past like 10 a.m when the tour buses start coming in you're gonna be fucking swarmed like a you know a bunch of bees coming in all after you really yeah it's it's sketch man it's really bad so we're we were smart we're like okay we'll get there at 8 a.m so we go we take that same photo that everyone else took it was pretty cool looked nice and we're walking around and then bam the fucking tour bus comes and then bam the next fucking tour bus comes and it's tour bus after tour bus and then you just hear shutters. You just hear, <laughs> and then yeah, shutters everywhere. You know, little known fact: uh, Franz Ferdinand actually originally went to Sarajevo to escape the Chinese tourists. Is that true? He was killed, and that's what sparked World Sarajevo? War One. Sarajevo? Yes. 
That's why World War One happened. Because and he was like he was like an Austrian refugee because and, uh, his country was being overrun. You know by where China. that is, right? What's that? Sarajevo. Bosnia. Yes, good. Where Nick has been, dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gives you a fucking incorrect sound. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're Jesus working on it. Uh, yeah. So the thing with uh, Hallstatt is the Chinese decided it was so cool and so amazing to them that they built an exact replica of it in China. What the fuck? An exact replica of the entire town. So every town has uh, Chinatown, and they just have... So it's not just your perception. It does seem like something in the Chinese culture is infatuated with this kind of Western European ideals in some of these towns. Oh, yeah. They love it. And uh, in China, actually, little side note... I guess they do similar landscapes. Is uh, they don't try and be original. They're actually... Well proclaimed if they can copy something. This just in. It turns out that Joey's just pressing buttons and China's like to cop Chinese people like to copy stuff. Well, the whole Chinese economy is based on reverse engineering. So they don't invent anything. They just copy everybody and do it better. Exactly. And if you are a master copier. I'll be the Chinese version of that town is even better. That's how good they are. Yeah. And if you were the guy who d- developed this master copy, you are revered in China. Okay. So they at least respect... Who they stole it from. Yeah, yeah. If you could repaint sorry, the Mona Lisa. I'm sorry, Lisa, whom they stole it from. <laughs> whatever fucking guy repaints the Mona Lisa in China, he's like the most famous guy. He's oh. more famous than like Michelangelo or fucking uh, Da Vinci. He's more famous. famous than fucking, yeah, the guy who painted it. Yeah. Okay. So huh. the guy that the guy that like had the first car in China is more famous than Henry Ford. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So so but, uh, yeah, I don't think do they have cars. It's definitely not a polluted country. <laughs> in China, probably not. I don't think they're allowed. But no. But uh, no, that's interesting. So Austria, how much time did you actually spend in Austria? Austria was great. It was like four or five days. Uh, one cool thing we did there was we went to um, Vienna Jazz Fest. Ooh. And uh, we got to see an American there. Did you what see the where? Fuck? Did you see uh, where Hitler went to college? No, we didn't go to Hitler's College or Eagle's Nest, which mm-hmm. I really wanted to go to. Yep. Uh, it, it's a little closer to Germany, so it's further north than where we were. But um, yeah, the Vienna Jazz Fest was cool. We went to this amazing venue. Just The whole thing was just like perfectly wooden walls. Like You could hear a fucking pin drop in there. The acoustics were unreal. And we saw this guy, Jameson Ross, who's the drummer of the band Snarky Puppy. Hmm. I love how he looks at me like I'm supposed to fucking, like I have a snarky puppy album in my CD player right now. <laughs> Geff Bergeson will appreciate that. Would he? He's a big fan for sure. I got to check him out. Yeah, Chinese they're great. band? Uh, yeah, they have like 20 people in the band and it's like a rotating group. So there's like three oh, guys. Oh, okay. But yeah, they're all like session musicians. So it's musicians. all different like generations of it kind of? It's like a bunch of session musicians it's playing like Blue Man crazy group. shit. Yeah, basically. It's like Sergio Mendes. Ah, yeah, basically. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So Jameson Ross, right, he comes out and uh, in Austria, they're kind of fucked because they don't even have like a real language. Like they don't, Austrian isn't a language. No. These motherfuckers, they speak like German. Some fucking people speak French. Right. Some people speak English. They just can't make up their minds. It's just like a country that a bunch of people went to and no one assimilated a single culture. So they're all just kind of, it's the opposite of a melting pot. It's a pot with a bunch of shit in it that never melts. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's like a stew. Right. You know, it just kind of stews around. Right. Um, it's like a reverse microwave. 
So, ah, so Jamin had the accent. Jameson Ross, he's from the South um, of America. I was going to say, you know what's funny? Even if you're talking about the European trip, when you say the South, immediately like Mississippi, Arkansas, <laughs> like. Well, you got the reference. It's so funny. So you can imagine um, kind of what he's all about. And uh, as soon as he comes out, he starts fucking railing into America to all these Austrian people. And, you know, who knows? Maybe 10 of them in the crowd spoke English. Right. And I'm there in the back. I'm looking around. I'm probably one of the only Americans there. This guy's fucking hitting America hard, saying how Europe's better, all this shit. Oh. And I'm fucking tingling. I'm getting fired up. Yeah, dude. It's like listening to fucking Benedict Arnold back in... uh... Fucking 1765. I love his eggs, by the way. Yeah, they're all right. But, yeah, I I learned a long time ago to not be a heckler at a show. And uh, I, I clenched my fists and I didn't yell out, you motherfucking asshole. <laughs> but uh, I let him shit all over America in front of this European crowd. And then he played a six set. And, you know, it was all right. But that was it. What I was guess. his gripe with America? Oh, he's just saying how we're all fucked in America. We're so divided and fat. And he says divided you know, and then preaches to a crowd that doesn't even have a fucking language. Exactly. In yeah. <laughs> Everyone, no one can even understand this guy's speech on division because they have nothing in common with the guy next to him. Like, what language is he speaking? <laughs> he's going off uh, on, on, you know, racism and all this shit and oppression. And yeah, Europe really uh, fixed that. Yeah. As if the Europeans are such a better model to follow. Yeah. It's like when people talk about Norway and why can't we be like them? It's fucking five million white people. I mean, shit, you got to pay uh, to go to the bathroom there. Yeah. Meanwhile, go, you got to uh, pay to take a shit. There's nobody racist. Uh, Australia doesn't have a racism problem. It's like, yeah, because it's a bunch of Caucasian surfers. When would the, <laughs> when would the problem come up? <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Oh, wait. Ethiopia doesn't have an obesity problem. <laughs> Shut it. <laughs> Fucking can't stand that crap. But anyway. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah, after uh, Austria got a little, uh, we started to enter into the hairy parts. You oh, know? God. So, Literally? Yeah. Um, we got a little hungry. Yep. You went to Hungary? Yep, yep. We uh, left Austria, drove into Hungary, and um, thus began the Eastern European leg of the journey. Not a lot of food in Hungary, is there? <laughs> You know what's so funny? It's like a lot of times I'll say something lame to be like ironic and funny. That was like, it would tell me a lame joke, but that was actually a hilarious joke. <laughs> That's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that. Dude, I'm a Joey. The, the next time I meet a fucking Hungarian. It's the best because, what? Yeah, when are you going to meet a Hungarian? That's Every, the problem. Ever since I've known Joey, I've known Joey now for like 13 years. And everything I say, he fucking rolls his eyes at. But he's either like completely late or like jumps the gun. <laughs> Joey cued the laugh up right when you said, I heard hungry. Huh? Uh, that was a great fucking oh, joke. Oh, fantastic. That was a great joke. The food is actually miraculous in hungry. Yeah, I, I was actually, that's one of my questions is where was the best food in your entire trip? Well, I am a sucker for the um, the Bosnian food. Chiv- really? Chivapi, yeah. It's really? What the fuck is that? I ate it four days in a row. 
it's just fucking amazing. It's a it's a little mini sausage made of um, cows and pigs. Ooh. So it's, actually, it's minced meat. Technically, you can blame Bosnian food for World War One. So, have you ever heard about the actual assassination of Franz Ferdinand and how they botched it? Yeah, he got fucked up. But they what a uh, fucking they brilliant were, summation. <laughs> what was it? They <laughs> they works at fucking Harvard for five years, and that's his Eight fucking years. commentary. Yeah, they fucked him up. Yeah, they like I'm uh, recapping a Conor McGregor fight. They were uh, weren't they gonna shoot him? Uh, yeah, so before they, and then they had the little no, fucking so, guy caught him on the bridge. Or yeah, no. So what happened was so all these Serbian nationals they were plotting to fucking kill Franz Ferdinand just because it was like this tension with like Austria and all that shit. So it was this terrorist group, and so Princip, who wound up murdering him, so the plan was they knew the motorcade was coming, so they had these grenades, and they were going to roll the grenade, and then it was going to go under the car and blow up. So the grenade they used was a fucking dud, and uh, it blows up too late. So this should have sounds used two like grenades. a fucking Eastern European grenade. So, so Ferdinand, uh, his motorcade scoots by, and it blows up the car behind them. Nobody dies, but like a bunch of people got hurt. So then... Ferdinand's driver is going, oh, fuck, something's up here. So he just fucking, he goes nuts. So then, meanwhile, all the Serbian nationals run away. So Franz Ferdinand is like, fuck. I mean, uh, Princip is like, fuck. Then the other guy with him jumps off of a bridge. It's not a high bridge. So he's like, I'm just going to jump down here and fucking take the... And it was like three inches of water and just fucking dies. (laughs) And then, so then Franz Ferdinand, his driver is going nuts. And he's like all fucking lost. So he's just driving in circles and shit. So meanwhile, Princip tries to disappear in the crowd. So he goes to this fucking deli in Sarajevo to blend in. It was like the most popular deli. So he just orders a sandwich to try to seem like... What does he got? You know, like nothing to see here. Probably some chapapi. He, he orders a fucking sandwich. He leaves the deli. He leaves the deli. And as he's leaving, Franz Ferdinand's car pulls up. At the stop sign right in front of the deli, he sees it, pulls out his gun, and just fucking blows everybody's head <laughs> off. So basically, if... Fucks him up, long so story Princip, short. if Princip didn't stop at that deli, France Ferdinand may have gotten away. We would have had World War... T- no World War One. Well, it sounds yeah. like that was kind of destined to happen, no? Yeah, World War One. if you look back... Well, aside from Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson just being a fucking terrible president, we World War One really still should have never happened. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting region because the Ottoman breakup of the Ottoman Empire, and then you know, right? Then the Roman Empire, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yugoslavia. After that, um, there was although the Ottomans did invent heroin, which you got to give them credit for. I think that regardless, the region still would have killed each other because it's it's a fucked up place. You got Muslims, you got you got uh, Catholics and Christians, and they all fucking hate each other. Right. For some reason, very sectarian uh, region. Yeah. For some reason. In fucking Bosnia, a Catholic and a Christian can be standing next to each other and want to fucking kill each other, yet they still believe in the same shit. Right. Well, it's a good point. It's like kill you? Well, it's like two Slipknot fans beat each other up every time they're at the show that they're excited about all week. (laughs) (laughs) It's like even when you have this great commonality, you still just are programmed. You still fucking fucking hate each other. I love how Jess texts me. She's like, I'm home. I was like, okay. So then I just sent her a picture of like Joey and Nick. And she goes, um, in all caps, um, Joey D with question marks and exclamation Joey marks. Joey D, there he is. He's literally world renowned. I've never seen anything like this. It's like George Martin mixing Sergeant Peppers. <laughs> it's like the concentration 
with which he's giving the soundboard is incredible. You'd be amazed how often I hear that. <laughs> Amen, brother. Yeah, so in Hungary, we went to Budapest. Ooh, grand. And uh, pretty fucking cool place. A lot of uh, interesting history of uh, communism there. A lot of architecture. and It's cool. It's cool. Nice. A lot of fucking we boring went... concrete buildings and shit. No, they got some beautiful ass shit there. They're they're an old, old place. Because it was like, uh, I think when the Ottoman Empire was up in that shit, it was like one of their oldest areas because it's right on the Danube River. So it was a perfect transportation is like a lot of city. where you were just old as shit like old as when you were in europe just all together yeah yeah they got some cool shit but well one thing that was cool is we went to uh one of the bathhouses in uh, budapest has some of the oldest and most bathhouses in uh i think all of europe a lot of chinamen there no no <laughs> chinamen we're in eastern europe they don't fucking come that far man oh so the chinamen go hey well, this is where we drive they go to western europe dude they right. they don't want to be east eastern europe Fucking too east for them. Right. They're, they're trying to leave the east to go west, you know. Right. So uh, we go to this bathhouse. There's a lot of hard R's in Eastern Europe, too. <laughs> Which I think it's a little tough. Go to the bathhouse. <laughs> it's uh, it's the oldest operating bathhouse in the city. See, I would have uh, thought the oldest operating bathhouse would be in uh, Finland. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But Oh, you're saying the oldest one in the city. It's in Budapest, yeah. Uh, you know, like hydrothermal bathhouse, right. yeah. Right. So the Nazis and shit, uh, it was the only one they kept open when they occupied Budapest. Uh, so that was that was pretty fucking cool. Was it the Karali bath? But the second I go in there, it's like super old school architecture, these big like cathedral ceilings, and then there's like tubs, you know? Yeah. Like 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 a like stone? not like a tub. Did it look like this? Like a bathroom tub, but yeah, it looks kinda like that. Yeah, that's it right there. See that one up there? That's pretty with lit. the fucking pillars. The dome? No, 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 the pillars. Wait, right the, there. the the magnified one on the that's, right? That's fucking it right there. Which dude. is so dumb how Google does this now. On the right? I, I noticed that they changed their I interface. I want it in the middle. No, but even with a search engine, even without images, they do that thing where they did um it's fucking left centered now instead of justified. Oh shit, so, is that Nick right there? So yeah, for all the listeners, it's a uh, you know, there's a is lot of col- there's a lot of columns and uh big open ceilings and just a massive pool and it's it's absolutely amazing, but man, my first Do they use chlorine in there or is it all just natural? No, it's just natural, but my first thought when I went in there, man, was how much gay sex happened in this place. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. You know, like you look around <laughs> Because, you know, I don't, I don't even think action? they let women into these places back in the day. No, dude. And you go in and Oh, it's, you mean like ancient gay sex? Oh, like fucking World War Two, World Wait, War I. Wait, I thought you meant gay fucking, it like in like the 1950s, like a gay old time, like just a merry sexual No, romp. like dick to butt gay sex. Oh. You know what's crazy okay. is in that truly, there's probably... <laughs> said dick to butt sex and <laughs> Joey fart button. Oh my god, he's a maestro now. But in that truly is probably a molecule of <laughs> piss of piss from Abraham Lincoln's dick. Why do you say that? Just because like scientifically speaking, there's like all just water is just recycled. Uh, that's a good point. He's been listening to a lot of Joe Rogan. Yeah, I guess too much. Uh, uh, yeah, whenever the conclusion is you may be drinking Abe Lincoln's piss, I tend to assume <laughs> you're listening to some fucking whack on a podcast. Well, uh. so it gets even more bizarre. So um, this is what I'm imagining. I'm like, damn, there were people fucking everywhere in here. You know, it's yes. it's a cesspool of cum and fucking piss and <laughs> yeah, shit of everywhere. But... Now it's beautiful. It's it's a great place. Right. So 
as I'm walking around exploring some of these rooms, I see this little room with a glass door and the fucking sign on the outside said bidet. Gay sex room. <laughs> no, it just said bidet. Ooh. So I open the door and it's just a little fucking metal seat with a spout underneath it. And you just clean. There's just a guy there, like spread eagle, cleaning his asshole, going, "Can I help you?" Well, the door was open, so I go in and I'm, I kind of look around and I'm like, "Damn, let me try this shit out." So I look at the door and turn, do you hover or do turn, you sit on something? Turns out you can lock the door. Ooh! So oh boy. I lock the door, fucking pull my pants down. Tell me, your boy was in there oh, for a bit. Yeah. Fucking sit on this thing, dude. Was it warm? Crank it up. Yeah, it's got, temp- got temperature there? controls. Really? And just fucking rocket my ass, dude, for like two minutes. That's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Remember when fucking uh, Matt Lamonting had yeah, a bidet? Fatty. Yeah, Fatty. He had a fucking bidet, and we'd all yeah. take turns. I wouldn't even go over there. To, I'd be like, can I use your bathroom? And I just need to take a piss. And I would just sit down and just fucking shoot and hot water. It would water start on my out ass. cold, and then it would get warm, and then it would yeah. start getting scalding hot. Yes, you would just roast your crack after like 30 seconds. <laughs> This was actually my first experience, man. So it was it was pretty cool to have it in uh, one of the oldest bathhouses. That's in a cool looking bathhouse. Cool. That's a that's like the if you are gonna get your anus sprayed with ancient water, that's the place to do it. Oh right? yeah, dude, it's like hydrothermal from the core of the earth. That's yeah. fu- Abraham Lincoln's piss is definitely in that water. Yeah, Abe Lincoln never went to Europe. Doesn't matter, dude. Molecules and shit. He also lost the popular vote and only won the electoral college. So for all you fucking losers thinking that. Banishing that would have made the country better. I can just go suck well, it. Well, you know what they say, vote or die. Uh, that's a good point, P. Diddy. Did he vote? I love how back in the day when P. Diddy goes, vote or die, you go, you know what? You're right. I'm going to go down. I'm going to fucking select Bush on that ballot, and we're going to be good. He go, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, I mean, come on. He didn't even vote. Well, you know, those who can't vote, preach. Is that the old saying? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So did you actually get submerged in this bathwater, or did you just kind of walk around it? No, no, no. You can go. I mean, I never put my head in, but yeah, you can get your whole body in there, and it feels nice. It's nice and warm. You right. Know? It's good shit. It's supposed to, you know, have some spiritual hearing, healing powers and all that. So, so. Uh, yeah. supposedly, he probably had molecules of of Hitler's semen on his face. Oh, that's a good point. Hitler definitely was in there fucking some... Some guys, some dudes. He, yeah, he was a vegetarian in the forties, so <laughs> <laughs> you know, fill in the blanks, folks. Fill in the blanks. He sucked a lot of dick. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Ava Brown, just you look at her and you just know in her soul that she was not pleasing him. I don't know. Say what you want about Hitler. He didn't seem like a happy guy. No, he was. He was on so many drugs, dude. He was a methamphetamine addict. Yeah, dude. His he, favorite he did fucking, fucking cocaine and what well, wasn't cocaine? It was uh, Sudafed. Same thing. Adderall. Well, I knew it yeah. when his favorite fucking movie was Steamboat Willie starring Mickey Mouse. This guy was definitely on a fucking... <laughs> on YouTube, they have the videos of him at the horse track, and he's like grinding his teeth and fucking yeah. all like crazy what amped up fuck? and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was cracked out, man. Yeah, no, he's exactly like Trump. Same. <laughs> Such a rational and reasonable comparison, I think. Believe it or not. Uh, all right, so yeah. where do you move on from? Uh, so we uh, we leave Budapest, fucking, uh, we get into Romania. Ooh. And let me tell you, I had some some uh, very high hopes for Romania, and they weren't completely shot down, but um, it's a fucking shanty. It's a shithole country. Um, it's cool. It, it's, so it's, it's a shithole without the charm of, like, like, the ruins everybody knows... 
that it's a place that once was and no yeah, longer is. It doesn't have it, the beauty, the glamour. It's uh it's a very old rundown country. They recently they just recently joined the EU, so they're just like getting new infrastructure. They don't even have a highway really. Don't you find it's that the like smart successful countries are the ones leaving the EU? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know why they left? Because fucking Romania and Bulgaria joined. Right. Ah. Well no, remember the EU's remember when uh Greece tried socialism for like two minutes and the whole fucking continent went bankrupt. What What is the point of the EU besides fucking countries that do, you know, that are already good? Dude, if you're sitting at home in England in a nice peaceful home and you're thinking of where your tax dollars are going to build a fucking highway in Romania, no wonder why you want to fucking right, leave the exactly. EU. No, but to be fair, uh, a guy with a pompadour in Brussels is deciding it, so he may make a wise decision now and again. <laughs> But um, yeah, so you get in there and it's like one lane road and the fucking drivers are all driving like the oldest, shittiest Peugeots that can't even like they try and pass you on a one lane road into the other lane. And there's like a tractor trailer coming the other way. And these motherfuckers like, you know, most people would speed up to cut you off and get around. They have to like slow down and get back behind you because they just don't have enough <laughs> so acceleration to is, pass. Uh, it's so bad. Is Romania... Mostly like agrarian, or was it mostly kind of like a forsaken city? It's uh, extremely farm and plain. Not, okay, not that's, very, what I, that's what I picture. It. Not more, not like plains. It's kind of, it's like uh, Pennsylvania, I guess. Yes. For like the first half, but then you hit Pennsylvania. That's the number one chocolate base, Hershey. Much, much oh, better. Oh yeah, yeah, much better Way than Lind. Better, I've yeah. been to Hershey Park. Yes. Um, no need to go to Switzerland. But then you hit the middle of the country and, and you start getting into the mountains and that's what they call Transylvania. Well, I think that uh, middle Romania are so out of touch with mainstream uh, topics. Middle Romania really need to get with the times. Yeah, oh, for sure, man. It's such an offensive name that they just have to get rid of it all in its entirety. <laughs> uh, and that's probably why Dracula chose chose it to be his home. You know, Transylvania you know was his castle. Uh, last night was Shadow of the Vampire. Have you ever seen that? Is that the one with uh, Leo? No, there. Um, it's with Malkovich. Tom- oh no! No, you're thinking of an Interview with the Vampire. Mm. Shadow of Empire is when it's it's like semi reality where they're filming Nosferatu, but uh, they're but then Willem Dafoe is like an actual vampire. It's actually it's kind of a cool twist. But anyway, interesting. Yeah. So Moron! we. Get- <laughs> but it takes place. Get Joey back. First of all, not to cut you off, Joey shows up today. And he gets out of his car, and he's wearing a hoodie with no shirt underneath it. So his hoodie's unzipped, and just his bare chest is this hanging This is up. how he steps out of the car? Yes. And I go, did you just drive here with no shirt on? And he goes, yeah. And I go, what happened? And he told me the story, and I just, I forget what even happened, because I wasn't paying attention, but <laughs> he drove all the way up here with no shirt on. What the fuck? But anyway, sorry. but something happened to lead him to not have. Yeah, a shirt on. when he gets back in here, uh, we'll figure it out. And first of all, he's now dabbing out three quarter smoked cigarettes and saving the one quarter like he's fucking the tramp from a Charlie Chaplin movie. <laughs> hey Look Joey, why don't you just click that door close for me? There we go. Oh boy, it's like watching fucking Charlie Chaplin and the kid. But so about that cup of coffee, where was the best cup of coffee? Yeah, yeah. Best cup of coffee is um, in Bosnia. Probably. Oh, shit. In Greece. So too. you love, I noticed you definitely keep coming back. Bosnia seems to be 
If it's, I could say it's a hidden gem, dude. It, it might as well be Atlantis, dude. Okay. It's it's not for everyone though. And um because it's not like this glamorous thing. It's it's right. it's pure, beautiful, untouched nature everywhere you go. Well, that's the appeal and is the the preservation of a time where you could go back and that's what I like when you go back like even with um with the fucking um Notre Dame and it burned down. I think they ought like when they're like we're going to rebuild like why? You already the whole point was that it was this great majestic old I get that it's tragic that happened but like I think it would be better to just leave it charred and half complete then put this like renovate because doesn't once you renovate something, it's, it's not doesn't that kind thing. of destroy it? Yeah, yeah. No, the the um, one thing that you will love about Bosnia is it's uh, still the only country I think in all of Europe right now uh, where you can still smoke cigarettes anywhere you want. Ooh. Oh, see, I would inside love inside stores, inside restaurants. So even Spain got rid of that. They're heavy smokers down there. No smoking in restaurants. Yeah, only oh. outside. See that um, he he knows the way to my heart. Yeah, yeah Bosnia. Yeah. They have like a Walmart type store, and it was called Bingo. <laughs> nice. And uh, we go in there to just get some groceries. And like every store in Bosnia, whether it, uh, this is actually a a common thing in a lot of Europe, but gas stations have bars attached to them. What really? The fuck? Yeah. So they'll have like a cafe that serves alcohol, and it's like a place where people hang out and smoke and drink coffee and drink alcohol, and then get in their car and drive. Um, Perfect. But in Bosnia, they've taken that to the next level where they... They they drink gasoline and fill your car with beer. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, the Walmart has a fucking cafe with a little restaurant and a smoker's air. Like, everyone's smoking cigarettes as they shop around. I love it. And fucking, yeah, it's just great, man. Everybody has a cigarette in their mouth. And, you know, there's something good about that. It's like your dream. Honestly, I feel like he's being serious I would say something like that. People would laugh, but I, I agree. I mean it. That like I would feel at home there. In the restaurants, um, you know, the first thing they bring you instead of the menu is an ashtray. That's awesome. And, that's the um, sign of. That's like a peace offering. Ooh, to me. Joey's got a nip. They also sell packs of cigarettes at the restaurant in case you run out while you're eating. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as the coffee goes, they have a special way of making coffee. Uh, a Bosnian coffee is very similar to a Turkish coffee or a Greek coffee. I've heard really good shit about the Turkish coffee. Also known as cowboy coffee in the USA, but basically it's just uh, coffee where the coffee grounds are still inside ah. of it. So it's insanely strong, um, generally served with a little glass of water because you, you're going to need it. Because you're going to have, like, grit in your teeth and shit? No, 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 because you're going to be immediately dehydrated and have to shit. Oh, okay. Wouldn't it be great to have a Turkish coffee company called Bull, and then your instant series you call it Instant Bull? Uh... Oh, cue the crickets. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Fuck it. All right, that's enough. It's brutal. Let me wallow in my fucking bomb. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Huh. Uh, well, let me get back to the uh, right. the route. So let me ba- take let me take a pee. You can continue. Basically, we um, we go through Romania. They got the the prostitutes on the side of the road and shit. And, the butterflies, uh, as they say. The butterflies. Yep. And we go out to the coast to the Black Sea, and you know it. It's kind of like uh, it's like Hampton Beach, I guess. It's not like so beautiful, but it's, it's built up. 
kind of? No, no, just like the actual water itself and the beaches. There's nothing really special about them, but it's cool because you're like at a body of water and it kind of looks like the ocean. Yep. But it's a sea. Yep. And um, all the buildings all around are like old communist fucking buildings and like a lot of new construction that they never finished. So it's like parking garages that are half built. So are the old communist buildings like the boring gray fucking concrete buildings? Oh, yeah, yeah. They have like the hardcore worst communist looking shit there. Because basically they... um, Shit, Joey. Joey just gave me a bottle of or a nip of 99 watermelons. It's bringing me back to like high school. Tastes like goddamn shit. I'm sure this is your like drink of choice. You can drink, you can buy whatever you want. This is what you get. Ninety nine watermelons, but a bitch ain't one. <laughs> Tim Jim, we got a ninety nine grape here for you. But yeah, uh, Romania was fucked because they originally fought with the Germans during the war, and then uh, uh, Romania. They uh. were they were fighting with the Germans, and then they realized that Germany was going to lose the war. So they were like, fuck, we want out. Yes, and then, then they fought with fucking Stalin and the ah, they pulled no. a fucking They pulled a lance? No, yeah. And then they said, yeah, we're going to be on the side of Russia. So Russia came and saved them. Yeah, of course. From the Germans. Yeah, but we did that too, by the way, because well, fucking n- FDR teamed up with fucking Stalin. It's like not, it's not, not necessarily how fucking dumb they are for doing that. No, I'm not calling them dumb. We're, we're more talking about how the architecture is so fucked because they had like communist German architecture oh. and then they get fucking rescued by Russia and just start building all this Russian communist block shit architecture. Oh, yeah. So that's all like, you know, you can see that hey, everywhere how come, you go re- there. Not to insert, but how come, you know how fascism is a bad word? Why isn't communism equally as bad? I mean, if you're talking about a body count, communism has fascism beat any day of the fucking week. I well, mean, I think the same argument can be made for socialism because uh, the Soviets... What? What do you mean? Venezuela's doing great. The Soviets were referred <laughs> they have to as zoo socialists. Animals. They're going to live for a long time. It depends on who you're talking to. No, because... Well, yeah, but the thing is, if you go, oh, if you go, who's that guy over there? They go, that's Todd. He's a fascist. They go, oh... That is disgusting. But if you go, who's that? And they go, Todd, he's a communist. You go, oh my God, that's so fucking interesting. You're like, I love that no, guy. See, equal, I'm going to add him to my union. They have equal shittiness to me. Of course they do, because you're a reasonable guy, but the historically illiterate fucking... Oh, I see what you're saying. You're playing uh, uh, Mr. Russo. Anyway, can we just talk about the fact that Joey... First of all, here's Joey's thing. I uh, it's been going on for a few years. Why is it always 99? <laughs> well, all right, but here's the thing. So just to give you a little recap, Joey and I started drinking at exactly the same time because this is when he lived in Ainsbury with Dave, and I lived like five minutes away. So when I turned 21, I was literally hanging out with Joey every single day. I'm sure you started drinking at 21 and not at 12. No, I'm like sorry. Actually sorry I, mean, I mean like Bagged. going out and like socializing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, so we started going out and stuff, and... I feel like Joey, he always knew that he didn't really like beer, but he that was all we knew to do was grab like Bud Lights. Little bitch boy. So Joey, no, which is fine, but Joey which just didn't like beer, but we didn't know that his true calling was hard booze. So you'd think now, 10 years later, he would be like, oh, I'm like a Crown Royal guy or I'm a vodka guy. But no, he's a fucking... 99 grapes guy <laughs> and he goes but here's the best part about Joey is like 
You know when you see someone that like always uh, say they like make their own like limoncello or something? Like you know whenever you run into them, they're like, "Oh, have some more limoncello. I made it myself." Joey, he'll uh, he every time he shows up, he offers you a nip like it's his specialty. <laughs> let me let me give you a nip, and he hands you this fifteen cent vial of fucking ninety nine proof grapes, which is but he acts like he's like. Oh, let me let me hook you up. Ninety nine any flavor is just the shit that you drink in high school because it's all you can like find in your parents in your parents like fucking cabinet that they're not gonna notice is missing. No, I want that one. But Joey's like thirty and he's still just choosing to drink that. (laughs) But the best is the hospitality. Because the thing is he he like offers it like come on, come on, have a nip. Like you're over (laughs) his house and he wants you to try some meatloaf he made. Eat, Papa, eat. He goes home from work and empties his fucking piggy bank out and then goes (laughs) to the liquor store and he's like, Well, I only got 35 cents. What Joey, can I get? Joey does actually have a piggy bank, but instead of a piggy, piggy bank, it's like couch cushions. <laughs> and he stuffs fucking $30,000 in. Joey, isn't it fucked? No, I want that one. Oh, no, sorry. I'm just nervously twisting. You but, should uh, actually put that 99 grape into the Truly. I just put, half, actually, Joey, I just put dead, that in here. Dead serious. I thought about you that day. So I went into a place and... Uh, it said, um, "It said will accept cash, which is like the opposite. Remember, it was like will accept card. So, I, dude, I think pretty soon, I'm gonna yeah, which Be- I hope doesn't happen because I, I actually think cash is much much better. For those at home, you just stop boozing because you can't is- pay in quarters anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Joey is strictly cash. Joey, you want to do a nip? Do you sip this or do you chuck? Do you do it like a shot?" So get it. You just want to get it over with. It's only ninety nine. Well, have you ever tried like g- good booze though, or have you only ever just mean? had Bacardi and ninety nine? Good booze. He's holding a fucking ninety nine grape. Oh, he's right. <laughs> That's like you holding a vinyl of Beethoven's Fifth, and he go, "Do you have you heard good music?" Oh, that's actually one of my questions for Nick. Joey um, would love Bosnia. Joey, you want to do? You want to do this right now? Go ahead. Wait, oh, you didn't even should I do this one? What's your question, Tim? Let me let me prep it up. Well, should I take this shot of ninety nine yeah. watermelon? Salute, salute. Ah, Nick doesn't even have one. He has that though. Cheers, boys. No. I got this good oh my shit. God, that Save that like for the boys. Shit, dude. What is that? Holy shit, dude! <laughs> oh God. Oh. Ninety nine melons, but a water. Ninety nine restaurant. That is so bad. This is actually made by the ninety nine restaurant. Dude, that smells like the straight fucking cough medicine when you breathe that out. I'm gonna fucking. That's what it tastes like too. Yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna feel like extra shit tomorrow and be like, what was? Oh, the ninety nine watermelons. I love how I go to give Joey a nice little like cheers. Like I wanted to. My whole thing was like I was gonna toast the thing. And I go, Joey. And then right when I lift it up and I made eye contact, like let's let's cheers. He puts the thing in his mouth and with no hands just chugs it <laughs> like a fucking porpoise at SeaWorld trying to impress the crowd. But Joey, let me get a would you rather real quick the button. He'll find it. Would you rather? All right. So, Nick. Mm. Oh, would you rather? Which, which one of these things would you rather choose? So one of these items disappears from existence Existence completely. You can only have one of them. Mm-hmm. Down with its existence. 
Down with its eggs and stance. That's correct. As John, as John Crook would say. To put it or is pop, that you? Pop punk. Who terms. sings that line? You or John? Um, dude, I'm gonna need to get a fucking chart out. I think, I think keep we this both question do. I think this harmony. Sorry. Um, so one of these items, it just gets wiped from the face of the earth, and you can only have one of them. Would you rather be able to keep vinyl records or like 70 millimeter film? Film movies. So if I could delete one thing from the record, would, it's more it, or less would it be fl- seven? It's more or less which one do you get to keep? But that's a totally flawed, shitty question. No, but it, it really comes down to because digital versus analog with music and digital versus analog with film. Keys, yeah. But that's totally shit because... You're saying you it's can, apples and oranges. No, it's not. It's a shit question. Oh, I love how I'm taking a side. He goes, well, no, it's me, not. Tell me why it's shit. Maybe I can alter it. It's a it. shit question. Reason being because you can own records. So you can listen to analog. Uh, you can't own a fucking a 70 point. millimeter film no, 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 and watch it. No, but in this it. scenario, so you can never go to the Coolidge and Ever watch again. a film in 70 millimeter. I mean, it's not, it would be records because I can tangibly own them. And uh, I mean, it's just a logical answer. What do you think is harder Getting a fucking sausage in China or a cup of noodles in Switzerland. <laughs> Sounds like it's cup of noodles. De- is yeah, it's pretty definitely it. harder to get dick in China. <laughs> they do not like gays. You know the thing about China? So China, in terms of homogeneity, is the most racist country in the world because they, if you're not actually full-blooded Chinese, they don't want you. Like they don't want. They don't have any immigrants. Of any kind. But, like, here's my thing. Is there some black dude walking around China that, you know, speaks Cantonese, was born and raised there? There's got to be. Maybe one or two, yeah. You think there are, though? I, can Maybe you? one or two. <laughs> it would be a great documentary if we could find, like, the one or two, like, black guy or black woman that grew up in China, like born and Boy raised. Future. Yeah, no, that that would definitely be sweet. Um, Just a thought that occurred to me. I mean, yeah, he would really stand out. It probably wouldn't be hard to find him. Right. Well, that's a good point. But here, have you ever been to China? No. Have you ever been to Asia? No. Uh, I really, really want to go to Kamchatka. Oh yeah, yeah. Where exactly is Kamchatka? is the north, the most northwestern part of Russia. Oh, okay. And it's it's basically if you're standing in Alaska, you can throw a fucking stone. You can see it from Sarah Palin's house. Yeah, exactly. You could throw that stone and hit Kamchatka. Right. Um, it's it's Alaska of that area, same kind of landscape and everything. Uh, no, I think way that's the less populated. Landscape. It's amazing, and what's interesting about it? Did you is, go to Juneau when you went to Alaska? Yeah, I went there once. Um, is that the only place really to fly in there if you're like coming from the the mainland? No, no, no. Juneau's so fucking far. You, hey, listen, you go to Anchorage. It's pretty clear to, to the people Fairbanks. listening that I don't know what I'm talking about, but you don't need to reinforce it with your no, no, no implication that I'm a dullard. Yeah, you're a fucking <laughs> idiot. Nobody goes to the capital of Alaska. He goes no, no, no. Like, how dare you? Uh, like assault me with your dumbness. I went to school with a kid from Anchorage. And, yeah, Anchorage. Uh, is, is that what you flew in, Anchorage? I've flown into Anchorage. I've flown into Fairbanks. <laughs> That's like is pretty it, much. Uh, I've, flown, I've flown to Juneau too. But. Is there a movie about a girl named Anchorage who's pregnant in high school? Uh, oh, you're yeah, thinking of it's Juno. called Juno. Oh, I'm thinking of Juno. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But I went to I love school. How Joey's way 
of letting me know that joke sucked was the crickets. <laughs> While like he's that laughing was, his ass that, off. That wasn't even for the benefit of the artist. That was him voicing his opinion. <laughs> but uh, I went to college with a kid that was from Anchorage, and it would be always be like, he always wore shorts and flip-flops. Oh! So it would be like Come summer, on. he'd be wearing shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, this kid is just a normal person that's wearing shorts and flip-flops. Sure. Then it would be like... You know, 48 degrees, he's still wearing shorts and flip-flops. Then it would be snowing in winter, and we're all walking to school in, like, you know, fucking boots and jackets, and he's still wearing shorts and flip-flops. Why is he a fucking And I'm like, dude, UPS what's your driver? fucking problem? He's like, oh, I'm from Anchorage. This is, like, summer to me. I also love how Tim says, not to call you out, but we are all walking to school, as if what he really means is we are all walking 50 feet from the bus to the main door. Hey, listen, asshole. When I... When, so... Put myself in when this happened was freshman well, year. Your school wasn't even in your same goddamn town, dude. Your mom no, got no. you a brand new pair of boots <clears throat> that fucking winter. There were <laughs> hand-me-downs, okay? Listen, when uh, this was freshman year, and I was on East Campus, and then you'd have to walk to North Campus. There was no oh that brutal. There track. was no bus. Yeah, that's a good point. You had to walk. That's a good point. Okay. Oh, that's big a, deal. You're from fucking Massachusetts. You've lived through winter thing. your whole life. But I'm sorry to distract because I do know what you mean. I do have a... Do uh, you strike me as a all-year-round flip-flop kind of guy? Are you not? I mean, uh, he's not wearing no. flip-flops right now, you idiot. Well, I, you know, point. I actually thought about this today, I have and those, you are, are wearing the shoes that I absolutely despise. I am? Me or Yeah. Him? No, Tim. Go on. This, this one. So today I worked this corporate audio gig and i'm uh, sure i'm wearing birkenstocks and socks and he's not pissed at me yeah you're leaving <laughs> you're leaving fucking you're so leaving grandpa buckets alone let, let me just let me just premise this okay <laughs> see that's how i know joey liked it so i i start taking classes for a finance masters why okay i don't know i think uh, i'm interested oh, in are finance they free, though uh, 40 bucks a class so i'm thinking okay maybe i'll get another masters whatever fuck is your it. teacher a socialist uh, no, Probably. he was actually a pretty cool oh. guy. Okay. But anyway, I I sign up. I think it's cool, whatever. Then, you know, fucking three classes in, they're teaching you how to balance a bank's fucking banking statement. I'd really, and I'm, I'm really like, curious as to where my shoes come into play. I'm like, this is fucking <laughs> stupid, right? Finance is stupid, and it's it's interesting, but oh. anyone who does it for a job, don't I don't go... I don't envy them anymore, which I thought I did for a second. You, uh, you envied the... Lifestyle of the wealthy guys that uh, yeah, but not what I where I'm gonna get to is the job and workplace life. So today I'm working the job and we're hired to just do this stupid internal corporate video for this finance company. Yep. And we get into the office and it's just like a typical office. Everybody's got a fucking stand up desk. There's like cubes and little group work areas. No, and- by the way, that's not a typical office. That's an office in this yuppie fucking progressive slash corporate world where they go look at us we have beer on tap we allow you to bring your dogs and we have stand up desks and you normal only have to of- work when you want to normal offices they're still they don't have the stand up desk yeah it was basically like that except no beer just a cold brew on tap oh, oh this which- is what goes on in the people's republic of cambridge fucking losers my teeth so- would be fucking shattering if I had that all fucking day yeah. long uh, your asshole would be ooh that too so we're going around <laughs> filming and I'm looking at all these little fucking suckers that work there, dude. And they're all in fucking dress shirts, nice short, nice pants. And they're wearing fucking fancy dress shoes, you know. And they all got these funny looking socks on. 
And here I am wearing my fucking Fall Raven pants, my fucking Carhartt shirt, loving my life, probably getting paid more for this day than these fuckheads. <laughs> and I'm looking around and they're all like, huh, like what's going on? What are these guys doing? Uh, they, the fact, making a video? The fact that what he's leading to is that from his point of view, I'm the sacrificial lamb of the story that has the same shoes as the people he loathes, and that's how we fucking tie me into this. Do you even have a stand-up Like, desk? I'm one of those fucking pretentious sports center announcers that has a $5,000 suit with a pair of fucking Air Jordans. Dude, I love how those guys are always wearing, like, a bright blue suit. Oh, is there anything sadder than watching these out-of-touch saps try to seem hip? By their fucking loud outfits, wearing their fucking sneakers with their suits, like they're fucking Tony Stark. Listen, it gets worse, okay? So this <laughs> place, it seems like, uh, you know, they they want to make it kind of business casual. What is this place? If I, you don't want to name names, name give us like an idea it's of what a, they do. Uh, they they're like a vent, uh, a firm a that um, they invest in companies basically. So they okay. they're like a money management firm, and then they invest in companies. It's called like a so hedge all fund. They, yeah, basically all they do is just like make money and maintain money and then give it away to companies. Okay. You know? Yeah. But it's like a bunch of like mid 20 to late 20s and then like are the kids who are like uh, reaching out to the clients. Right. And then they're like the 30 to 40 year old people have the offices and whatever. Yeah. So we were working with like the late 20 year olds, the early 30 year old people. And so they're trying to keep it business casual. So like they have like a decent dress shirt, regular kind of dressy pants. But the way that they spice it up and one up each other is the fucking shoes. So they all fucking have like the best possible dress shoes that they can have. All these fancy loafers and fancy clogs. I'm going to rip you apart in a minute. I'm looking at them and I'm just like, you know what? (laughs) This is fucking trash. Like. I'm in the most comfortable, greatest fucking shoe right now, working, having a great time. You guys are all playing fucking footsies, trying to fight over who's got the best pair of shoes on right now. And it's ridiculous, you the know? And this is what the corporate world is like. No. So that completely turned me off from finance and everything the to shoe, do with it. The footwear. Yeah, was the like, footwear. That was like you go, I'm not. Everything, dude. I was like, I'm so glad I dropped this course because I don't want anything to fucking do with this. First of all, I love the fact that... Nick used my shoes as a catalyst to get the story of loud, <laughs> pretentious footwear. Have you ever seen a more boring $80 shoe than this one? <laughs> like, he acts like he acts like I'm wearing these fucking Aldo top shelf. Like, I love how if you Google shoe, this will pop up. And he somehow tried to make this connecting tissue between me and these pretentious Wall Street phonies. Just because I'm wearing a fucking shoe that isn't a sneaker. <laughs> Honestly, have you? This is like an eighty dollars shoe, and he's fucking indicting me like I'm fucking gecko from Wolf from fucking Wall Street. Well, the flip side to this is how fucking weird it is that like so in a job where in a job like that. What are you wearing right now? Uh, Teva, I have Teva those. sleeping bag shoes. I have those same ones over there. <laughs> of course, I'm be- right there I, I, on the rack. You see them? Of course, I'm between a guy wearing fucking slippers and a guy wearing Birkenstocks. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, I'm the asshole in this scenario. Somehow, oh. your shit shoes were eighty bucks, and we're both fucking. These were thirty dollars for half the oh. price. Somehow, the guy that's played Scrabble within the last 48 hours is... Uh, well, I got nothing. Came me with crickets. You played Scrabble? That was fucking terrible. 
Nah, but, it was a bomb. But what's weird is, so there's like this. <laughs> where everyone's competing with their leather shoes in the finance department. But then you have jobs like DeBasio in IT or Kev in fucking, you know, mechanical engineering. Where all these fucking kids go to, go to work in Balenciagas and fucking Yeezys. And right. they all flex on each other with the Yeezys $800 sneakers. are the fucking worst. Can we agree? Well, how so, though? Oh, I got. No. I got to listen. I, to, I do agree. I got to listen you. to your point yeah. before I agree. There's no point. It just looks crappy. Why do I need a more sophisticated argument than that? I think. All right, hit the ding I ding. Think, I think what I'm trying to say <laughs> is just. I love we, how like I'm supposed to write this college essay on why I dislike Yeezys. It's like a visceral reaction. What I'm trying to get at is <laughs> I think that people who have to wear, dress up and wear dress shirts and look nice for work. It just sucks. It's pointless. It uh, decreases productivity. There's no reason you should have to wake up in the morning, put a dress shirt on, dress pants, dress shoes, gel your hair, just to go to work to fucking sit at a computer or call someone on the First phone. First of all, it's let fucking me just pointless. interrupt. I, I will agree with you. Point. I will agree with you. And the second women decide that the guys they want to fuck don't follow all those steps, maybe it's, a, it's not even work. It's if you're just programmed from day one, if I want to get laid more easily, I'm going to take these steps. And that's what it is. It's like the greatest thing. I forget who even said it. But the reason you know women like violence is because men start wars. Almost oh, every... Oh, was that Lance Armstrong? Actually? Every Lance Addy, actually. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. decision... <laughs> every decision that guys make, for the most part, is basically a will this get me laid or not decision. That's true. You know what I mean? There's no way a guy is more comfortable. Bro, why do you think I bought these? Do you think? It, yeah. Well, no. Those Burks will get you're you actually, fucked, boy. You're actually cutting my argument. But <laughs> there's no guy that is more comfortable physically in a three-piece $5,000 suit than he would be in a cotton shirt and sweatpants. The whole reason is this is attractive to the opposite sex. This is where I am. Yeah, I've the seen. The guy goes in there, and it's not the fact that it's attractive to him, but do you want something serious that you're spending a lot of money on? Do you want to see somebody show up in jeans and a t shirt or someone with a three piece suit? You take somebody with a three piece suit a lot more serious than you would with somebody with jeans and a t shirt on. Right. That has nothing to do with women, though. Right. But the, ah! but the whole prep, the whole thing behind that is if women want to fuck you, it means that you're a serious guy. So all roads kind of lead to what people respect. No woman, if people respect you, it means women want to fuck you. I think it's more broad, though. Do you, like, wake uh, but, up... Wait, wait, Sorry to interrupt. I love how... <laughs> jo- I love how I make a point, and Joey goes, well, that's not true. And rather than go, have you ever read Plato's cave theory? He goes, have you ever seen that episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm? <laughs> like, that's... That's the, that's the fucking great rebuttal. Oh, fuck. Like, it's fucking Roe v. Wade and some case law. He's... <laughs> referencing no, as but uh, but but do you ever like wake up in the morning and you know you have one of these jobs where you have to like dress up nice to go yeah, to work you described to my life you're, dude. you're 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 when you wake up in the morning you're not like damn i'm getting dressed up good so i can get some bitches today no you're just like damn i have to do this because some fucking asshole decided that my industry requires you to wear a fucking suit and your job is different because you're front-facing people. You got to deal with clients and shit. But no, but it's all not these even, fucks are behind a computer. It's not even. It's not even. That's fair. No, it's not fair. It what? is fair. 
How is it fair? Joey, what kind of car do you drive? A Lexus. Lexus. Why the fuck did you buy that car? Because it's a nice car. <laughs> no, I get your point, but I'm saying that he has a point that when you're not being seen by people, then it's not as big a deal. When I'm not his being, hand is in Nick's face. When I'm being, when I'm not being seen job. by people, I'm eating Cheerios and masturbating. I don't want to be seen like that by anybody right, but else. He was talking about his job where they're all just sitting behind a computer calling people. Like he wears actually- a bunch of fucking communists in Cambridge. What do you think they're going to wear? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about this fucking rich venture capitalist company. You're where working they all have to fucking dress up. Harvard. He's not talking about his work. He's talking about the place that he went that he can't mention the My name point of. was is I, I feel sorry for all these fucking people that have to dress like these hooligans all the time. Like, gotta buy all these dress shirts because I gotta look nice at work. I do agree with that. And it's Dude. like, it's stupid, you know? I wear fucking... The sh- clothes that I wear are just as expensive. As, it's probably more money than this fucking asshole's little shitty suit and his fancy fucking shoes that he wears. The only difference I put is, on is Nick is comfortable and this fucking asshole Yeah, I isn't. put on a nice Vermont flannel, no, some Fall Raven pants, some fucking nice listen, shoes. Listen, dude, I agree, but there is something visceral. If I'm buying a fucking house and the guy shows up, I don't care if he's wearing a $300 hoodie and fucking $250 sweatpants. I'm going to go... Who is this fucking jack off? Yeah, yeah, we're, that's what I'm saying. We're not talking about front-facing, client-oriented jobs. What if you? What would happen if you showed up to work every day, one week, wearing joggers and a John Mayer hoodie? The reason what I, would happen? The reason I don't do that is because I I don't feel like I look good wearing that. Because you're trying to get fucked, Bullshit. Boy. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, you're, you're going to show up to a first date thinking... I whoa, look whoa, fucking. This isn't, this isn't your first date. This is you just showing up to work to hang out with Alex Dude, and Kat. Those, but if those okay, packs, but why would you not show up to a date in that? Why would I not show up to a date like yes. that? Because I don't want her to think I'm a schlub. That's exact. That is the golden rule with everything. If you wouldn't wear it on a place where you're trying to impress a girl that's gonna fuck you, but why would you wear it to work? But I, we've already established the relationship here. You've already worked at the place you've worked at. Mm-hmm. I've already been fucking the girl that I'm wearing the sweatshirt. I can wear whatever mm-hmm. I want, dude. I, people wear t-shirt and jeans okay, to my company. Okay, he can wear whatever he wants. So, I can. So why are you not wearing joggers and a sweatshirt? Because I don't want to wear those. Because why? Because I don't want to. Here's the question. Why? So if this is what you wore to work today, this nice... Joey's... Joey's, Sorry to cut you out. Joey's known me since I was 14. Have I ever dressed differently than I'm dressed right now? Yeah, but you used to wear white Air Forces and fucking jeans. Yeah, so that's... That's the the only difference. We're going to bring it back. (laughs) We're going to bring it back to the shoes. No, but Joey's known me forever. This is how I... He knows that if it's totally up to me, this is what I'd wear. (laughs) We're going to bring it back to the shoes here, okay, boy? So First this, of all, these are fucking is, $80 shoes. If this is what you were going to wear to work, right? This, this is, is nice. This is what I did wear to work. This is a nice shirt. This I is like what it. I wore to work. The pants. You you like these are jeans, aren't this they? This is very casual. Very, I dig it. Yes. But you this, decided to wear these fucking the little dress shoes. You know, was this because everyone else in your no, office is wearing not. dress shoes? And you're going to call me full of shit, Joey. Okay, I had a blue collar job up until two years ago. I worked in a fucking screen printing factory, right? You're going to tell me that every time you see me out at night where I'm clearly picking my outfits, that I didn't always wear shoes, like shoes, shoes? Yeah, correct. Yes. So this is literally my preference. So this isn't me succumbing to the man. This is me just going, oh, I like how that looks. That's what I'm going to wear. And by the way, all these fucking people that go, 
Oh, yo. Yo, those shoes are whack, bro. I bought this fucking Tommy Hilfiger sweatshirt for fucking 200 bucks. Okay, so you're better than me. So I bought these for 70 bucks, and they look nice. You s- yeah, I thought they were 80, dude. Come on. What's, well, that? What's on going on here? Fucking I'm, I'm, discount no, sale. No, I'm working in depreciation here. But I love these guys. I love these guys. They go, the guys I used to work with, they go, yo, yo. And they wear a fucking Tommy Hilfiger sweatshirt that costs $150. And they're accusing me of being a square for buying a $50 shirt from Banana Republic. I'm like, you spent way more than I did. So it, when it comes to like who's trying to impress who, like it, the hypocrisy is a little loud, don't you think? Banana is a little shit. Dude, he only shops the, at B-Pub. The problem is oh. co- corporate America is a fucking farce. You shouldn't have to Look dress up he's, to go to he's work. He's had one too many cups of coffee in fucking Bosnia. And now he's looking at me. Oh, Fucking, yeah, the capitalistic. What what are you gonna fucking now? Give me a lecture on the patriarchy and its toxic masculinity. Take your fucking shoes off, air your feet out, (laughs) sprinkle your toes around, and see what happens, bro. You might never put those shoes back on if you did that. This fucking guy, dude. He's he's gonna go to bed tonight dressed like this. He he brings up a good point. I've been doing that less and less though, so it's it would have been. He literally goes to bed wearing a collared shirt. I do. Dude, he'll go to shirt. He'll go to bed wearing a collared shirt with a sweater over it, but and wait, like wait. his dress socks. By the way, how much do Yeezys cost? It depends. No, Anywhere between the average. Like, what did you pay for your Yeezys? I don't own any Yeezys, but if I did, so if you can buy them when they're dropped, they're like two hundred. Oh, and, just fucking humor me. Let's let's say they're two hundred and fifty bucks. Okay, so you would go. You would look at a guy with two hundred dollar pair of Yeezys and go, "Oh, this guy's doing it right. He's fucking casual." He's not trying to impress anybody. And then I wear these fucking shoes that are a third the price. And you look at me like, look at this fucking yuppie over here. The hypocrisy is too much. You know I'm right. Shut it. Just admit that I'm right. No, no, no. You're wrong, boy. Oh, this but, uh, fucking I'm just saying European that. communist. <laughs> no, you know, you just you just overlooked the, the point of, of, of the entire thing. I was just calling those out to... Bring up the story I was of the all those. Sacrificial lamb to bring exactly. up your story. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I so like it's those. Not personal, is what you're I like those shoes in the outfit that you're wearing. It's totally fine. Ah, uh, nice backpedal. None of us are wearing <laughs> dress shoes, so you're not trying to like beat any of us out with your little fucking eighty dollar no. chance. No, there's. But it's okay, man. Oh, um, my point. I is... love how he goes. It's okay, man. <laughs> like I'm begging his. Like I'm begging for Nick's fucking. Affirmation that I can keep living my life. <laughs> he goes, No, it's okay. I fucking shot, I squirted a warm bidet on my asshole at a Hungarian bathhouse, but I'm giving you permission to wear those shoes. Yeah, man. I mean, you can wear whatever the fuck you want. You really don't like these shoes, good. though? On a no, personal no, note? no. I like them in this outfit. I think it's cool. It's just definitely not my uh, my shoe to wear out. At night, you know. All right, here, here's. But I, here's I we'll, respect you for wearing it. Here's no, I okay. Here's here's the thing. We'll move on after this. But last thing I want to say is just because you go to some fucking ritzy fucking <laughs> hedge fund HQ, <laughs> does and they fucking tainted your brain into thinking that like Romania's economy is like really bustling right now. <laughs> Don't fucking use me as your fucking martyr for the whole capitalistic society. Okay, well, let's leave you with that. Check, please. 
Jesus. Yeah. Motherfucker. So after after uh, Romania, we went on to um, <laughs> Bulgaria. That was another cool country. Uh, <laughs> drove down the coast and you know uh, saw What's, more wait, of the so, Black Sea. Sincere question. So you get Hungary, Romania, Bulgaria. Are they kind of like? Just different states of New England? Are they that similar? Or are they do they have like extremely, discernible? Extremely. So different. what's okay. like the big thing extremely in Bulgaria? Different. Isn't okay. it like pastries? Why, why do I think that? Bulgaria. He's thinking of Grand Budapest. Uh, oh, maybe. Not, not so much. No, not that I can remember. Um, they were the one of the main items that they make is like a little like a um, it's like a bowl. That's like a crock pot, like a mini, mini yeah, crock yeah. pot. Yo, yeah. And they like make a bunch of shit and put it in there and put it in the oven. Yep. And then you eat that. Okay. It's kind of like like a it's stew like, type meal. No, it'd be like uh, like you'd have like polenta in there. Or oh like, fuck yeah. Uh, with some meat and yeah, like yeah. some other shit, kind of like very plain meals, but it was good. You know? See, I, that's up my alley. Yeah, he yeah. knows. I like plain. Food. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. The food, the authentic food, was good. But then the, I like so, food that you don't need to hide in a bunch of like sauces and, and yeah, condiments. Yeah. In Romania and Bulgaria, they don't even really spice it up much. Uh, it's just what, like plain. What's shit. like the main sources of meat for them? Is it like pork. The sausage, meat's the best right? part in that area. But the, is it like beef world, yeah. oriented, or is it like no? It's 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 a lot of minced mixed meat. So Ooh. they'll have like baby cows. Baby pigs, baby goats, just babies, babies everywhere. Uh, and like, then kind of like uh, chilies with the baby back ribs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They oh, like mom. they they baby find bag. the youngest animal, kill it, and then eat it. Love Ooh, it. delicious! It's it's so good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the meat is really good, and it's a lot of minced meat. Um, but what's cool about Bulgaria is they're a little more first world than Romania and they have a much more beautiful country. They uh, have uh, wineries everywhere. Um, they got mountain ranges. You can really travel and hike and uh, do a lot of outdoor activities that you can't do elsewhere in Eastern Europe. There's a lot more access. Right. So would you say that a lot of the, like, is it a lot of like substance, like people dish, living off of what they grow or is it more like kind of a civilized city like market-based type thing they have an infrastructure but it, it it's a uh, a lot of small villages as you drive through so it'll be like a long single lane road you'll go from one small village and in the village you'll have just like a couple of bed and breakfasts with like a lot of run down smashed up old buildings um but there's like no crime um it's very safe. It's right. just poor. Right. And there's like only a few people in every village that are you were know, you, sort of wealthy. How many, like, were you kind of on your own as an American there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not many people spoke English. We got very fortunate one time um, driving through. We were trying to find camping and uh, all the campgrounds on the map just didn't exist. Because, like, really? there's such high turnover for this stuff, you know? Because, like, not many people camp in Bulgaria, and, you, like, you can't find these places. And how open is it? Like, if you were, you're, so you're in your van, do you get the impression that you can just kind of stop wherever and sleep? Or you can No. Kinda- so, actually, in Europe, uh, you can't really, like, uh, do that sort of vagabond camping. It's It's technically illegal. Wait, so the part of a continent most famous for sex trafficking draws the line... 
at some guy camping. Yeah, like you have to camp in a designated campground. Oh, shit. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but we couldn't find this, so we got like a bed and breakfast, and, and uh, turns out the owner like spoke great English, and he had a restaurant there. And it was like one of those travel moments that just like was one of those amazing things where it turned into this spiritual thing like we got there late the guy served us an amazing meal and he's like oh you know how long do you guys want to stay we originally thought one night but then it turned out to be so awesome in his area right we why, stayed, we why stayed there else? we stayed there for three nights turns you know? out that he was asking that to uh figure out how many shrooms to put in their stew <laughs> would you consider yourself a fatalist are you of the mind that life is kind of predetermined and that wherever you wound up is where you ought to have been, or you do you reject that kind of notion? No, I do believe in that. Especially traveling, really kind of ins- has instilled that mindset um, for me. Well, especially there's, traveling like what you have, because you're you're kind of really at the mercy of your environment. There's it's not like if you're taking a road trip across America, that's one thing. No, but even in America, there's there's been a lot of times where I've traveled. And have met some random person on a trip and they've said, oh, you should go here and you should get there this way and you should see this while you're there. And it just turns into the most amazing experience. And had you not been at that gas station at that time, saw this person. That's exactly right. You know, and that's happened to me so many times in my travels. Where there's like a fortuitous series of events. There's been so many times where well, some that's random like the Franz stranger. Well, shit. Ferdinand shit. Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Sorry, my brain knew what I was supposed to say, but my mouth just didn't do it. Yeah, I figured that. When you, when you asked if I could burn you a copy of Modest Mouse earlier. Ah. So can you have a gun in this country? Can you walk around with, like, people carry? What's the, no, what's the sort of, no. Wait, did you fact check my Swiss gun thing? I did, and then it just sat on the screen and nobody looked at it, so then I fucking closed I'm it out. I'm pretty sure uh, the... I don't mean to interrupt Nick's story, but I'm pretty sure Switzerland has government-issued guns... For their residents, for whomever wants it, I may be wrong. I may be thinking of a different country, but I'm I'm pretty sure that's the case. I can't fucking read that. Um, the short answer is no. Oh, <laughs> fuck! Go with Bing. Fuck Google. Yeah, the answer is no. Go to Bing. Google's run by a bunch of progressive I'm sure fucking. They show I'm so girl? sure that's the girl. Right, because they have uh, what's it called um, conscription. Dude, that policy is to, France, yeah, yeah. You have France to, has that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. France a lot that. of countries do. Yeah. So like, when you're fucking fifteen, you got to go to the army yes. or do like uh, community service. Right. But um, I love how Google and their fucking liberal, over the top, pussification, fucking oriented people go. The short answer is no. What's hilarious is that. <clears throat> Geff Bergeson had never fired a fired a weapon before, so fucking Nick takes him out shooting. Where do where what did he fire? Uh, the f- the first gun he gives him is his three fifty seven magnum. Three fifty seven magnum. You have a three fifty seven magnum. Yeah, boy. So like, dude, what's the fucking recoil on that thing? Oh, it's ridiculous. It's not bad actually. It's I think, you know what the funniest part is? I uh, I'm a huge Clint Eastwood fan anyway. But the other day, I was watching the. We should fuck. go shooting, by the way. I'd love to. Oh, we can go to but Bob's anytime. I'm, I'm watching it. the. I'm watching the first Dirty Harry movie. He carries a 45 Magnum. Like you're telling me that some guy, San Fran PD, they would just let him walk around with that. You could literally blow everybody's fucking head off. It's in pretty a common, room. actually. A 45. Oh yeah. 
Being on the police force? My buddy's a uh, college police officer. I won't say the name. You're the 45? Yeah. Isn't the fucking muzzle thing like 12 inches? Nah, most. No, it's, I nah. mean, it's not so bad. No, it's, it's, a, it's, a hand, it's like a regular My hand. It's not a, a revolver. 45, no, six but that's hour. A, but that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, because that's like old school. I'm talking about movie. Dirty Harry. Yeah, I'm not yeah, talking yeah. about a fucking yeah, hand. No gun. fucking police officer is pulling out a barrel that's fucking 12 inches but long. But that's what Dirty Harry did. Yeah, well, he's a goddamn son of a bitch. Okay, listen, I love how the, I started this conversation by talking about how ridiculous <laughs> it is that this guy is just a regular police officer carrying a fucking forty-five, And then he goes, but nobody carries that if they're on the police force. And I go, but he did in this movie. And then he goes, oh, yeah, well, that's... Shut it. <laughs> I'm telling you, Google Dirty Harry 45. Hey, I while that you, happens, okay? I, did, I did have a question for you, Tim. Yeah. Ooh. Which Tim? The idiot one. Oh, the pretentious one with the Wall Street the shoes? The one with the shitty shoes. The one with the shoes that cost less than your fucking pretentious t-shirt? This is Carhartt, bro. Exactly. A lot of hardworking Americans wear this. You better take that back. Uh, fucking law. Are you trying to take jobs from the, the co-workers, dude? A lot of hardworking Americans are fucking lobbyists on K Street telling me I need a fucking acupuncture in my <laughs> health care. So here's the question. Ah, love that's, Joey, that's Joey's way of saying that joke sucked. This is for all the uh, film film cine buffs out there. Oh, oh yeah. What do, what do you got? Uh, what do you think about the movie Midnight Cowboy? John Voight, Dustin Hoffman. I like it. I love Midnight Cowboy. For those of you who don't know, it's uh, I think it's 1968. Can you fact check me on yeah, this? Yeah. Just type in Midnight Cowboy. And it's Al Pacino. No, it's not. It's Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> Al Pacino's not in the movie. Uh, First of all, can we fact check 1969? Ah, oh, I fucking knew it. It's Dustin Hoffman, John Voight. Can we see the cast oh, here? Oh, John. Oh, shit. It's funny. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Why is the IMDb? Um, the guy who plays fucking not the cowboy looks just like Al Pacino in this movie. Dustin, Dustin Hoffman, Hoffman, John Voight. Yeah, he does. Yeah. You know, it's a great scene about the movie. There's a, there's a moment where Dustin Hoffman is uh, crossing the street. And a taxi cab almost hits him, and he smashes the hood, and like he's irate. That was not supposed to happen because they cut off the street to film, and some idiot taxi driver like just took a right hand turn and went down it, and it like literally almost hit Dustin Hoffman. So that was like a visceral, candid reaction that he did. That's Ooh. amazing. Yeah. Speaking and of that's taxi, like, driver. that's in the trailer. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like it. Why'd you bring it up? Do you like it? Uh, no, I, I mean, I love the movie. I, had, I, I hadn't seen it in a while, but I just I recently just re-downloaded it. What do you think of Taxi Midnight Driver? Midnight Cowboy is fantastic. Me and Nick see eye to eye, cock to cock on Taxi Driver. Yeah, we see eye to eye on a lot of movies. And and um, when you were shitting on Taxi Driver yeah, yeah. and I listened to that pod, I really wanted to bring up Bringing Out the Dead. What do you think about that? Bringing Out the Dead? Nicholas Cage. Yeah, I don't think he's seen. I haven't seen that. That's Scorsese, right? Yeah. Please just fucking kill me then. <laughs> Bringing out the dead. What is that? Like ninety three, I think. Yeah. Uh, fucking. Uh, God damn it! I need uh, a that, fucking Jamie. That here. is is. Besides leaving Las Vegas, that might be Nicholas Cage's best. I agree. Ever. So Nicholas Cage. Oh, it's later. So Nicholas Cage's. Here's the thing. Bring out the dead. I still need to see. Leaving Las Vegas. Raising Arizona and adaptation Charlie Kaufman. I fucking love that movie. I still need to see the high fucking young movie. Oh, uh, that's called. Um, oh, we just looked that up. 
Joey, can you hit the high fucking yeah sound effect? High fucking yeah! It's um, <laughs> it's um, what is it? It's dead, dead, dead. dead, dead Joey, eyes. remember me and you used to watch those clips all the time. I can't remember what it is. Tim, you um, need to fucking watch this immediately. Okay. Uh, this, I actually love Nicolas Cage, man. This is a classic movie. We should go to Ball Moose soon. It's one that I guarantee at the end you're going to be like, oh, I thought it was so shitty. Oh, here's the <laughs> thing that we were talking about that earlier. So we were kind of deconstructing the climax of, of Taxi Drivers. So here's what I think the most important. So it's been said, you know what Goodfellas, when Ray Liotta's joking around, he calls fucking Joe Pesci's character a clown. And they're all laughing, and then Joe Pesci flips like that. They say that's the most important scene because that's the most indicative of what mob life is like. One second is great, and the other second, you're actually worried about your life. Mm. So that scene actually is more kind of prophetic about the whole theme than the whole movie put together. Yeah. And so I think if you boiled it down, the scene in Tash is most important, and we talked about this earlier. He breaks into the... He, so he shoots Harvey Keitel in the stomach when he goes, suck, suck on this. It's a fucking great line. Just before he pops around in the abdomen. <laughs> and, then, and then Travis Bickle proceeds to go upstairs and he fucking shoots the uh, main guy. And then the thing that Tim's biggest gripe is that the guy shoots Travis Bickle in the shoulder and not the head. Well, uh, he, point, he did. He points a gun at his head and then points it at his shoulder. It, Points it against his shoulder and then no, pulls the trigger like it's, a little it's, it's a fair, mark-ass bitch. It's a fair argument about 1976's inability for great special effects, but to ruin the whole film because of it, it's a little, you know, a little too much for my blood. But So then Travis Bigelow shoots everybody. He goes in. He sees Jodie Foster in the room, and he fucking shoots the John that she's with. And then, to me, the biggest, the most important thing is Travis, who didn't, Unbeknownst to him, unloaded his fucking pistol, and then he puts the gun underneath his chin and pulls the trigger a bunch of times because he wants to blow his fucking brains out. But there's just not—he ran out of bullets. That to me is the most important because it shows you he's not doing this to be some savior. That he's doing this just as one last hurrah. He knows he's gonna die tonight. Every it switches the motivation with everything he does is with the intention that he's going to fucking end it all tonight. And the only reason that he didn't is because he ran out of bullets. Which yeah. is a good point, but also that right there. He goes, oh, it's a good point, but also he shot him in the shoulder. That further ruins the movie for me because oh. after I watched the movie, I was like, oh, the coolest part is that the girl eventually ends up like wanting him and he has wants nothing to do with her. Yeah, it's the best. But because he was supposed to blow his brains out, makes that scene almost like Pointless. No, because now he has a reason worth living. It's like he didn't his 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 goal was so myopic at the time, where it's just I just want to get rid of this fucking scum. Biopic. <laughs> I, I I just want to get rid of this fucking scum, these disgusting people, and then the movie ended up giving him some inkling of redemption. See, because I think, he had done a good thing. Yeah, I think that Tim. In the black shirt is missing the <laughs> point. Tim early. Tim with the lame shoes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim with the Birkenstocks. He he's missing the point uh, where it is kind of a movie about mental health. Okay, and to bring it to the modern era, to right now of what like everyone's fucking going crazy right. about. Yeah, is yeah. the Joker right? Yeah, I've seen so many fucking posts about people like. Oh, the Joker is—it's just such a good movie because it like defines mental health. Like seeing somebody in this state, like doing everything, and then I getting agree. crazy, and like it's such a good movie. The way that they depicted that, 
and you know the the modern Joker movie is kind of about mental health, and I think Taxi Driver, in a, that, a broader scale, if you were point. if you were to write an essay about it, that's what you would write about. Is like it's a depiction of how some guy who is normal can fucking get set off and go crazy. Why can't at you a make point, a point you know? like this, dude? Dude, that is ex- when you were fucking cooking those sloppy joes earlier. I gave you like a college SAS analysis of Taxi Driver that was much akin to what he's talking about now, and you were too busy slicing up. I hate how like close jalapenos. Joey's sitting right now. I feel like you're all ganging up on me. Yeah, because we are. Because because Joey thing, loves it too. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm so sick of nowadays. Is I sick of nowadays? Everything is about the extrinsic value. Like Jesus. no one, no one just ha- no one can just judge a movie on its own merits. It's always what it means. Hold on. Let me. I sh- I sent this video out. I mean this this screenshot out to Eric the other day because it fucking bothered me so much because it's oh real quick we uh, it's so indicative of how fucking corrupt movie criticism is nowadays. We made a point to book Eric from Eric Show and Storage like three months in advance. I remind him weekly of the date. The other day he texts us and goes, uh, so by the way, what's that date that you guys booked before? I go, oh, October 29th. He goes, yeah, yeah, I can't do it. Oh, well, you should have given him a phony date. And Meanwhile, like, lucky for you, it's actually the 22nd. <laughs> Meanwhile, he wants to like meet up and go to Sylvan Street Grill for dinner. He does. All right, listen to this. Yeah, yeah. Listen to this review. Right. So Ed Norton, uh, yeah, wrote, yeah. he adapted a book, wrote the script and directed this movie called Motherless Brooklyn. Right. Where he's like this. Tourette's fucking suffering detective. Listen to this review. Eric and I always talk about the downfall of modern day movie criticism because even back in the day, like three years ago, it wasn't basically pre Trump, everybody was just honest. But nowadays, everyone's trying to make up for Trump. So even if they have an idea, it basically, if people have an idea that they're being honest about, if Trump shares that idea, they can't have that idea anymore. So now movie criticism is a bunch of groveling losers trying to make up for the reality that is the Trump administration. So anyways, I look up this movie, Muddle is Brooklyn, just because I want to see if it's a good movie. And this is the review that I'm greeted with. This is the top review on IMDb. <laughs> on Metacritic, sorry. As Motherless Brooklyn reaches back in time to explore racism and New York City's history, it also brings us urgently back to right now. How we look at politics and leadership, what offenses we're willing to accept, and what ideals are still worth fighting for. Now, could someone please tell me what this idiot's opinion of the actual movie is? And the answer is, you can't. Because now, instead of giving me an honest opinion of their fucking movie, considering, oh, I don't know, they get paid to be a fucking movie critic. Instead, I get nothing about the movie, and I get their commentary of fucking 2019 politics. That's not the fucking point. Edward Norton directed a movie. Is the movie fucking good, or is it not? <laughs> and, and like, seriously, though, if you read modern-day movie criticism now, no one can just judge a movie on its merits. It's always, you have a shitty movie now, but if it has the right message, we have to praise it because... You know, if we're criticizing a movie that's trying to do good, then we're just as bad as all. It's like, dude, does the movie suck or is it good? It fucking drives me nuts. I'm a computer. And let me remind you, too, that Louis (laughs) C.K. has a movie that's now vaulted because he whacked off in front of a bunch of agreeing, consenting, 
fucking plus 45 years old women. And yet, a few years ago, Mike Tyson, convicted rapist, we were, he was getting big laughs at the fucking hangover premiere. <laughs> These people are so full of shit. And listen, politics... If politics didn't invade pop culture, I wouldn't be so annoyed by it. Look but the fact that it really fucking annoys me. All I want to see is, is this movie good or not? I don't need a fucking lecture on the like cultural ramifications of this movie. Basically, right now is the best time to be a shitty fucking director. Because if you, if you make a movie that has a message of uh, valuing diversity or wholesomeness, you can make the biggest pile of steaming dog shit and the fucking New York Times movie critic is going to give you five stars. Oh, I know yeah, that nobody 100%. at home can see him right now, but he's actually standing on my kitchen table and he so slowly he's been standing up on the table and taking his clothes off and he's only wearing his underwear. Because right it now. drives fucking me disgusting. fucking nuts. It's so patronizing. All I want to know is that this movie's good. I don't give a fuck about modern day politics. This movie takes place in the 60s, first of all. Maybe it's what not fucking good. relevance. Yeah. Uh, it's, oh. like, uh, it's like, you know... With I the, gotta move to Romania or someplace that's fucking in touch. Yeah. Can, I'll bring it back to a European story. Um, yes. Fucking in Austria, we hike up... Uh, it was like a 14-mile hike. To, 14 miles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hike up to this uh, backcountry mountain. You wouldn't be able to hike it in those shoes, though. Yeah, those shoes would suck. Well, that's uh, where I come from in Boston. It's called half a marathon. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> a little in, late, but in uh, the country, <laughs> you can't just like set up a tent anywhere, which also pisses me off about Europe. You can't just like go out hiking in these beautiful, huge areas and just set up a tent. I thought the whole point of Europe was that it was a bunch of dirty white bohemians and you can't even fucking camp. Like Europe's whole slogan is like, Oh, we're so free. We're like, I didn't need that criticism, but I do agree. I did say it. We're, we are like, (laughs) that was fair. That was fair. We're more free than Americans, blah, blah, blah. But it's all total shit. So anyway, you get to the hot more free than Americans. You're run by 12 people in fucking Brussels. You know, nothing. Oh, I can't even talk. So we get to this hut, and um, you check in, and it's like bunk bed rooms. So you share a room with strangers. Ew. So when we show up, uh, we check in, and the woman is like, okay, it's two of you, blah, 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 great. You're going to be sharing a room with these two other guys. And we're like, okay. It's like golf. You're like, no, 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 we'll just go out right. alone. <laughs> no, you guys can sleep through. <laughs> yeah. So we go upstairs, and it turns out it's an Austrian guy and a German guy. And when we went up... It's like last week's episode of It's Always Sunny. When we went up to put our stuff, we, like, didn't know this. And then the the woman had told us, but we didn't know who the people were because we hadn't met them yet. Do you like sucking cock, yeah? Basically, they were like, do you like German dick? And, you know, we were like, like, we love... We love... We're like American dick. Yeah. So... We're hanging out outside the, the hut, and it's like a beautiful view. The sun's setting, and these two guys come out. Your and, roommates. And uh, we start talking to them, and then later on we find, oh, these guys are our roommates. You How know, big uh, through are, conversation. is the room? The room is it's like a just... suite? No, it's just... It's the size of a... Uh, it's like the handi- size of my bedroom? It's the size of a handicapped stall. Oh, Jesus. In a bathroom with uh, two bunk beds basically butt up against each other. Nice. JMFC. So you're sleeping head to head with the guy in the top bunk. Now you're talking about a head or like if you're laying in the top bunk bed and no, he wants to know did you suck his dick? Um, well, we'll get to that. (laughs) 
But basically, these guys, we you know, after our conversation, they were like, "Oh, you're the Americans," because we were the only Americans. There. Ah, they heard about you guys. And actually, when we oh, you're the when Americans. we uh, signed into the guest book, I went back to the very first page of that guest book, which was a year before, and there wasn't one American in that guest book. What so the fuck? we were in a very far back country hut that no it. other American has gone to, which. I really think is pretty fucking cool. What gave so, it away, what gave it away about the uh, you being American? Was it the tin of grizzly or you talking about the China? Sadly, at that time, I uh, had already run out of uh, the the good old American chew, so I was on the Swedish snooze. But what do they have? It's oh, great. Wait, so it's, you so you weren't doing dip; you're doing snooze at this time. The snooze, yeah, yeah. But at these huts, it's really cool because they. Um, they serve unlimited beer, liquor, like whatever you want. I mean, you pay for it, but like they have everything and you're like way the fuck in the back country, but they have as much shit as you want to get you fucked up. So we're like drinking. Expensive? Uh, not really. It's like, it's moderately priced. Like the room for Ah, for two bunks was like, uh, 35 euro. (laughs) And then by the time we spent on booze and you also get dinner, breakfast, dinner, and lunch. So like all that's included. Yep. Uh, so we we probably spent like seventy five euro per person. Oh, that's not bad for a night. Yeah. Wait, sorry to interrupt, but can we just talk about the fact that Joey just downed another fucking ninety nine proof watermelon shot? But then he takes this measly sip of water as a chaser, like he's fucking Leonardo DiCaprio catching a snowflake with his tongue in the Revenant. Not to mention like that's gonna cover up. The shitty taste of that awful alcohol. Not to mention throughout this episode. (laughs) Not to mention throughout this episode, Joey keeps handing us his phone with the notes open with like questions we should be asking typed out. Why don't you just text us? He he hands it to me. It says, Is it true that you can't use metal detectors to find things in the ground in Europe? I'm sure he found this very relevant to the story. I think Joey (laughs) You know what I think Joey is secretly doing? Is he's because we're the ones that have to ask it, he's sabotaging us to look like fucking retards and we have to ask Nick <laughs> these questions. So Is it true you can't like as if that's the first thing you asked at the American embassy in fucking Romania? Now well, hey, what's the deal with metal detectors? I'll answer your question. Um, so in, in pretty Badgering much the witness. in every European country, it's basically safe. There's no hidden landmines except for Bosnia. No, they France have, too. We're talking Bo- about France. Is a ton of- France does have a couple areas, but in Bo- they're very well marked. In Bosnia, That's a good point. In Bosnia, they have literally when you're driving in the countryside, they have a fucking skull and crossbones sign on the side of the road. Basically, that, that like, means like you're on your own. Don't go, no. It means don't hike into these woods because there's landmines land still in these woods that yeah, are unmarked. But there's no That's fucking treasure, dude. What are you gonna find? A That's fucking right, like uh, was it a uh, fucking what, coffee pot what, or something? Uh, Jesus, nobody had any fucking did, treasure. Did you back see then. those? Um, um, we, I think it was France, but some country um, started training rats to sniff landmines because rats were lighting us. Light enough to not detonate anything, but they were smart enough to like sniff these things out. So they had these, but they were like this hybrid rat. It was like literally the size of a, your average like cat almost. It's a smart rat. And they would fucking they could figure them out. And they said that they ended up pulling up like hundreds of landmines in France. Sadly, I didn't see any of that. But this ba- was like this was the, years ago. Back to the Amer- anti-American. Um, so yeah, we we end up having the conversation and these guys really, they finally find out that we're the Americans. And, right. and immediately the guy was like, oh, um, 
Yeah, it was funny because when they checked us in and told us we were staying with two Americans, my first thought was, oh, man, I hope they're not Trump Americans. And oh, yeah. And so he's I love how he's Europe, a a whole continent that was detonated by fucking fascists and communists really draw the line at Trump. They're all their whole country, half their fucking continent is a shithole because of fucking awful decisions they made. And now they look like they're the wise men casting judgment on us. You know what? Go fuck yourself. The only reason we were even in the first two world wars was because your fucking continent was so retarded that you had to get us involved. So why don't you you spare us your fucking global wisdom on picking leaders? Drives me fucking nuts. Thanks to Mussolini. Thanks for fucking Hitler. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, so the guy basically says that to me, and I'm just like, hmm, okay, well, do I tell this guy who I voted for or d- or what? So basically, I played it cool. And I was you go, like, oh, wait, I was you just see like, my, wait till you see my friend Tim Sullivan's shoes. I was Talk like, about a capitalistic pig. <laughs> yeah, this fucking idiot. I was basically like, you know what? It's okay. I'm going to take it easy on this guy. I'm just going to be like, well, you know what? If you're going to say that about me as because I'm American and you're going to hate on me because Trump is our president, I asked him, well, hey, you're in Austria. Wait, these guys are Austrian? No, no, no. It was one Austrian, one German. And I said... Wait, the German is judging America for who they elected their leader? I said to this guy, I said, hey, well, if you care so much about America... Do you know who the fucking president of Switzerland is? Do you know who the president of Austria is? Do you know who the president of fucking Hungary is? Do you know who the president of fucking Slovakia is? All these fucking countries that are surrounding Austria. And this fucking guy was like, oh, no. Right. You know, he didn't know shit about all the surrounding countries around him. Yet he's fucking complaining here in the backcountry, in the fucking mountains of Austria, complaining about an American who's sleeping in his room because of Trump. And here he is fucking bitching. And it's like, hey, buddy, you realize that you're a drive from fucking Massachusetts to Vermont away from another fucking country. And you don't even know who the president is of that country. And you're not bitching about that other country for what they believe in. Yet you're bitching about a country halfway across the uh, fucking continent. Well, you know what I say? Fucking hail Merkel, right? Yeah, man. But, uh, Fuck this guy. Or did Joey Fuck. hand you another note? Yeah, so, no, he gave me a note to Joey in a futile effort to vindicate his stupid question earlier. <laughs> hands, hands me this fucking website. Dude, we have to wrap this up soon, by the way. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it's the metal detected thing. Such old news now. But Joey's so obsessed <laughs> with fucking vindicating himself. Here's the thing. So, all right, according to this, it says Portugal, metal detecting is officially prohibited. Romania, metal detecting requires permission. Russia, it's almost forbidden to use metal detecting. Uh, Saudi Arabia banned. Slovakia, you can't do it. South Africa, you don't. So basically what he's getting at is a lot of places also under the auspices of you know Europe are... You can't be a treasure hunter. They cut down on metal detecting. Big fucking And actually, Joey brings up a good point. Why is that? Is that because they don't want the spoils 
of a natural uh, resource going to some loser with a metal detector? Maybe they or is that because fun. they don't want someone blowing up from a mime? I Probably. think the latter. I think it's all fucking stupid. I think Joey's a little bit of a dumbass for even. No, he's, he just vi- <laughs> no, he just vindicated that this is clearly a fucking thing. Anyway, uh, do you guys have any pressing uh, questions? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, not really. I I mean, one thing I just wanted to ask you was... I mean, you uh, really lost me at the shoe argument. I've actually been salty ever since. Ah, Jesus. Jesus. One thing I wanted to ask you is is what your your favorite Tarantino film was. Oh, yes. We should talk about films. Mm. I can say mine, but it's... It's tied. Do you want to say yours? Wait, by the way, did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I did, yeah. I fucking loved it. He's licking his lips in judgment. He just doesn't want to. He doesn't want to jump to a conclusion. Why didn't he you like really it? Think what about was your? What didn't he didn't like say it? that. Yeah, he did. No, um, he yes, he did. I. It's a, that's a very tough question. I I think that uh, Inglorious Bastards might Ooh. be my favorite Tarantino. Good answer. Um. I don't get me wrong. I love the old classics. I mean, Reservoir Dogs, fucking awesome. No, my Pulp Fiction is fucking awesome. Listen, um, it's but, tough, but there's just something about Inglorious Bastards. The way that it's all just the way that it unfolds, the twisting of history and everything about it. That fucking opening scene where they just fucking shoot the guys through the floor. Yeah, it's just it's just beautiful. Well, the opening scene in in France is fucking brilliant. What it's about just this amazing. fucking idiot? What's your favorite uh, Tarantino film? All right, so it's very tough because I'm obsessed with Inglourious Bastards. I'm actually obsessed with every Tarantino film except Hateful Eight. It just didn't. Hateful Eight almost seemed more of like a stunt I'm with to you me. On this. Like it's it's not a bad movie, but I it yeah just we can move on from that. Yeah. It didn't satisfy me. <laughs> oh look at this guy! I love how he goes. We can move on. Like it's the music playing at like the Oscars. Like I'm some doddering fucking Peter O'Toole accepting a Best Actor speech. He goes, yeah, we can move on. But uh, mine, in terms of story, in terms of everything, would have to be Django. I really See, think... yes. I really think... Brilliant if, movie. If you put the script of Django... And I, by the way, because Tarantino wrote it, you literally could put the script because the stage direction would serve as like the missing gaps between dialogue and a narrative. I really think if, that, if Django Unchained was a book that came out in like 1985, it would be revered as like... This fucking brilliant masterpiece. Ultimate classic, yeah. Yeah, I re- there's something about Django. It's every... The thing is, you know when you read novels and there's so many great aspects of it, like little diversions to this story. The Django is like when they adapt a novel into a movie, they leave out a lot of great little side bits. Django was like the all-encompassing movie. Like even... When they go to that shanty town where he's going to collect the bounty, remember when he goes and he goes uh, birthday cake? No, before that, when when uh, Christoph Waltz yes first first gets Django away with the and beer, then, and they stop by the town, and he's he goes to the sheriff and he's like, I gotta fucking take you in. Yeah, yeah. Like that reminded of me, like that reminded me of like a book where there would be like this great little chapter that was like diverting into like something that wasn't necessarily the main plot, but it was like a bonus kind of thing. Fantastic. Basically, I'm just giving a long-winded, horribly unarticulate answer. And by unarticulate, I mean inarticulate of why the movie's great. But um, I fucking, I gotta be honest, I know it's fresh in the mind. And I think I'm a little bit politically biased about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But it was just so refreshing. To see a movie in 2019 
that didn't have a fucking message. Slow burn. That wasn't getting, this is what you should think. It was just, this is a movie that's purely a fucking story that's just for your entertainment. You know what it reminds And I think because I'm biased, because I'm so nauseated by this obsession with preaching right and wrong nowadays, that it was just so great to go to the movies and just see a movie that goes, this is purely for your pleasure. You know what it reminded me of is it's just like uh, when you just put a cigarette in your mouth and just kind of like let it burn. You yes. just like hold it in the corner Free of your mouth. Free fire safe. Yeah, you just like have it in the corner of your mouth just for like the uh, the anxiety reason or whatever, you, you know, that oral right, fixation. Just to, yes. You just have it burning in the corner of your mouth. And it feels good. That was the movie for me. Yes. It was like that slow burn, yes. you know? And, and then as soon as it gets to that little last hit, you fucking, you haven't gotten that tobacco buzz yet. And so then you, you get just, the nicotine you just skyrocket. You just like in your skyrocket a massive hit, and yeah. you're just like, mm, this so is good. so good. The last scene of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was the most satisfying climax of a movie I've Absolutely seen. Absolutely amazing, man. When I was in Years. the theater, I went by myself, and... Uh, was the theater man, packed, I, though? No, no, no. This was like a couple weeks ago. Like, oh, because I saw with a packed theater and they fucking went wild. Really? With yeah. The no, it was nice. Like with nobody there, it was kind of cool because like everybody was in their own mode. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like two hours in, I looked at my watch and I'm like, man, I gotta piss. Fucking nothing has really happened yet. Like, I'm like, fuck, it's been two hours. This is insane. Like, this is it. This is the movie. Oh. And then I went piss. Like I, I went piss. And anytime I'm at the movie theater and I have to go piss, it's just like, damn, I'm gonna go real quick. So I like go piss, come back, get into my seat, and like that was like right when the action was kicking off. And I'm like, oh fuck, I just made it. And then the whole climax was Isn't like the last, the, the last like 20 minutes of the movie, and it was, it was absolutely incredible. When the Manson, when the Manson family, hey, don't spoil it. I won't spoil it, dude. Uh, First of all, I'm surprised you didn't. Piss in the two liter bottle of Coca-Cola. I could have just pissed whiskey, right in my cup, but, yeah. Um, oh, it's so good. Yeah, and... Uh, Are you blocking your ears because you're afraid of spoilers? I'm not going to spoil anything. Don't fucking do it, dude. So, you want to... I love to... how this idiot is... I'm an idiot. You guys are talking about the ending of the movie. Okay, like, but... But this guy... Ah! Joey has been sitting here the whole time, and I'm wondering what's wrong with him. Because he's blocking his ears like when he's in fucking New Mexico and Harry Truman is testing the atom bombs. He's literally in anticipation to something horrible happening, blocking his fucking eardrums. Closing his eyes. I'm not going to ruin the movie, dude. Dude, we have... I won't spoil we it. We have... Joey's being reasonable. I'm not... This is live, oh, dude. You think, I'm, you think I'm going to spoil it for the tens of I'm listeners? I'm sure it's live. We have tens of listeners. I'm not going to fucking ruin it for them. Hey, uh, I did just want to premise this on um, you were talking about movies, and I think you wanted to ask me a question about movies. That's a good point. And uh, I think your question might have been who my favorite is and what the best movie ever is, and I think that is uh, Alejandro Gonzalez Inarritu as the best director ever is beautiful. Oh, well, and, uh, yes, with Javier, with Javier Bardem. Bardem is one of the best movie. movies, and that's the best movie he ever made. You, but to premise that, one of my all-time favorites, and I think my favorite movie ever, is um, by uh, Quiron, which is Y Tu Mama Tien Which is Spanish for And Your Mama Too. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> no, that is a... Y Tu Mama Tien is like a fantastic movie. 
Uh, the only thing that I will say, and I fucking love everything in your V2 is done. So no matter what, I'm never going to be disappointed. But I am fucking obsessed with Amores Peros. Mm. There's something so disturbing about mm. that fucking... Here's the thing about... Here's the thing about... Galber in, fucking Garcia Bernal, that motherfucker. Here's the thing about Inuritu's movies is they're so disturbing. Have you seen 21 Grams? Seen them all, boy. So when I watched 21 Grams, I w- the credits start rolling. And I was like, that was a fucking masterpiece. But then simultaneously, I was like, this movie is so emotionally taxing. That I don't think I ever want to see it again. And that's one that and I think the that's critics a compliment. Hate. People hate that movie. Oh, it's so good. From him. It's so fucking good. But so good. Amores Peros is so fantastic. But I do agree that uh, Beautiful is a great movie too. Unreal. I'm sorry I didn't use the Spanish mm. accent with that. But Beautiful. Technically Mexican accent. Mm. All right. Do you have any closing statements? Yes. My shoes are great. They're not pretentious. And anybody that thinks that Nick over here is right with his communist cronies criticizing on the footwear of capitalistic good Americans can go fuck off. Any closing statements, Nick? Uh, I just want to say that I love America and um, (laughs) thanks for having me. Glad to have you, man. And uh, remember to follow Squick Rocks This is going to go down. This is, this is like an epic. Like when you watch... Well, fucking, it's, it's the record longest episode ever. Can no, I, but I love it. And but, it's episode of 50. Right. Uh, and it ought to be the longest. It's the 50th episode. I also right. uh, do want to close on fuck Squirtstock. <laughs> For just no reason? or No, no, no. I fucking hate birds. and He doesn't like birds. I've I don't think there's that. a reason to fucking promote this stupid ass bird. That's a good point. All right. Well, Squick Squawk, please write in. There's uh, no way Squick Squawk's making it. To two and a half hours. You never know. She might. No, I do know. It's Squish Squawk. I love how Joey doesn't even know the advertisers. Ah, this kid. He's been studying the soundbar like it's a fucking New Testament, and he's some squire at the fucking Catholic Church. Wait. I'm going to update the All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, please remember to rate and view on Apple Podcasts. I'm just and, so uh, glad I had that 99 proof grape. That and, uh, actually, that was great, Nick. And great episode. Good job, Joey. This is probably my favorite episode ever, to be honest. Well, see you later. See you. I'm so sure can.